Injured in a car accident? We cap attorney's fees at 30% of the first million. Any recovery above that is all yours. No recovery, no fees or costs. If another lawyer wants more, lawyer up 904. For accidents, injuries, and more, lawyerup904.com. Bear with me. I fumbled the opening snap. Oh, sure. The guy who just ran back to return the kick without his helmet on. It may cost the team five five yards. Left the jerseys at the state at the hotel. Something right on that guy. Texas A&M equipment guy. I've been sitting here for ten minutes just shooting the breeze with ET. I, have I put in my headphones? Have I done anything to get ready? You bet I haven't. Rise and shine! Go, it's go time on a fri- Friday, right? Oh, yeah, Friday. I'm all thrown off with the Saturday game, and we missed the first day of the week with, with the holiday, right? That was this week, wasn't it? <laughs> I, I've, got, I, I've gone football mad, uh, you know, haven't we all, right? What, what's coming tomorrow? Doug Peterson, you're going to hear from him this hour. You're going to get even more fired up about tomorrow night's game. I, so many people with so many plans. I know uh, the radio station is going to be very busy, right? Where? What is it you do on uh, – what, what, what's the, the motorbike? What are we doing? What are we doing with the motorbike? Oh, me? I'm just yeah. – I'm going I'm going around to people's tailgates. You okay. know, I'm going to be filming, just capturing footage for the for the station because there's a lot of tailgating going on. Sure. And we want to see, you know, how – we want to show America. It's prime time, baby. So I want to show, show the footage of what goes down at our Jaguars tailgates. And you, and you just bebop around a bunch of different ones. A bunch of different ones, man. Not a bad gig. <laughs> it's, it's really not. <laughs> and, and listen – um, if, if you guys haven't met E.T. yet and he pops into your tailgate tomorrow, you, you'll you remember the experience. That'd be nice, though. Right? Be nice, though. Oh, of course they'll be nice. <laughs> Why wouldn't they be nice? Uh, it, as if you needed to get any more fired up for the game, my man in there will get you fired up. Oh, I got you. Right? That's the Sharks. Huh? <laughs> oh, I got you. Uh, and the station, we are your official station of the Jaguars, so our, our programming begins. What, game day coverage uh, tomorrow will be. Let me let me see. Let me let me do the backtracking myself. I'm gonna guess what starts about two, right? I mean, we're gonna get, we're gonna go by eight o'clock kick. You're, normally for a one o'clock kick, we get going eight o'clock in the morning. So that's five. That's what, I think it's three. Three. three okay, there uh-huh. you go. I did the math wrong. Right. Three hours um, uh, before the game starts. So when you are at sale, uh, said tailgates, make sure you're firing up the ninety-two point five FM or listening on the app. Uh, bring a TV and watch the other early game. We are going to be the uh, story in the NFL, though, uh, coming up tomorrow. And again, Doug Peterson is coming your way. I, I think the Frangie show is doing a big get-together. Pep Rally is at its strings over there on Main Street, I believe, this afternoon for their show. That is correct. You can win, I think, club uh, seats. Club if, seats. If you stop by and you see and have fun and hang out with those fellas. So we are ready to party with you. We're ready to extend this football season uh, another week, at least, into the postseason and uh, the variable of that Bills-Bengals game has now been defined. And that is because, praise God, hallelujah, the updates that we got yesterday on DeMar Hamlin, I, that, would, that, would sum up my, that would sum up my feeling. His doctors met the media yesterday, and the news was awesome. <laughs> a, you know, you just, 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 just a blessing. And you want to know, <laughs> I think this part of the storyline was underplayed. 
I was perhaps most amazed. Obviously, the, the, the medical, you know, improvement. Again, praise God, hallelujah. But the, the personal side of this, my man wakes up, right? He, that, that's, that's the news. He, he's awake. He's alert. He's conscious. He's moving his... Uh, he hadn't, you know, been uh, not off the ventilator yet. That's that's what's got to be next. But he is communicating. He can't talk, obviously, but he's communicating through uh, by writing. And so vital signs are improving. If the doctors go in front of you like they did yesterday, there's a whole new different level of confidence about, you know, where things stand with, with his with his recovery. When When they use, again, on a podium, on a, at a table, with mics in front of him, uh, for the world to hear that he has, quote, substantial improvement, then, man, you feel so much better about the developments. But back to my point, man. So he's able to move his hands and feet. He's, uh, and feet. he's unable to speak, but he communicates in writing. One of the first questions he wrote down, E.T. Warrior, man. Did we win on Monday? <laughs> That's awesome. My man, my man is able to communicate for the first time. And his first question after what happened on Monday night was, did, did we win? Homie, homie passed away on the field. Did right? we win? And that's his very first question. <laughs> He's a competitor. For wow, sure. man. Warrior. And, and the medical sign that that question indicated, the doctor spoke to that. You know what it told us? The lights are on, and he's home. I mean, if you wait, look, you're going to be facing the prospect of dude waking up, not knowing who he is, where he is. First, he's got to wake up, not being able to communicate. Just, uh, just. <laughs> and then the doctor's response, the answer, uh, yes, Damar, you won. You won the game of life. Which, again, is proclaiming this improvement. As permanent, is it not? If you tell a dude he won the game of life, I think you feel pretty doggone confident that he's going to live. Asking about the game was a sign, uh, said the doctor, is a very gratifying one. CPR, you'll remember, had to be administered not once but twice, first on the field, again in the ambulance. Received oxygen, placed in, uh, in said ambulance, taken off the field, driven to the hospital where he's remained. They're giving big, big time credit to those on the scene who responded and within a minute knew they had to establish a pulse, that they had to perform CPR. In fact, the, the doctor who spoke yesterday credited that quick medical response with saving his life. He said a physician was by Hamlin's side within a minute after him collapsing, recognized he didn't have a pulse, and performed the required CPR and resuscitation on the field. Don't know why or what exactly caused the cardiac arrests, but he added he has made a remarkable improvement. The neurological signs began Wednesday night. He gradually uh, started to wake up with his body beginning to heal. Doctor says too early to know how he's doing emotionally because he's still on a ventilator and we haven't fully assessed speech and other functions, but the docs say, quote, when we talk about neurologically intact, it's a very big term of motor movement and following commands when we talk about the finer things that make us humans, cognition, emotion, speech, language. We're looking forward to learning about uh, more about that soon. 
Now, he's still in critical condition. To go up to stable, you've got to get off the breathing tube. Show even more improved neurological and breathing functions. But they are anxious to, to get that uh, done, get him home, and see about the potential steps for the future. So just praise God, hallelujah, what terrific news has developed over the course of this week. And the, a lot of warriors out there sending prayers. I mean, millions and millions of prayers for this young man uh, whose family uh, and whose GoFundMe and just everyone is left in, in awe and appreciation. Prayer changes. Well, and, and just the, the totality of, of the support that this young man got from all walks, right? So, man, um, what awesome news. Meanwhile, you know, again, I, for me, there's not a timeline per se on practicality. I think you can talk about the practical aspect of this Bills Bengals game in context of the National Football League and not have it indicate in any way at all you're dismissing the more important part, which is DeMar Hamlin's health, right? I've said that since the, out of the gates on, on Monday morning. Well, now we're getting to the end of the week, and it it's becomes a, a much more of a main thrust, particularly with the health news, and that is what happens with Bill's Bengals. It, it played so much a role in deciding a home field in the playoffs, a division winners, seeding, top wild card who would – Come here to Jacksonville, by the way. So there, there were a lot of variables from the football standpoint, right? A lot of variables that were left up in the air by, by the postponement. And now we learned cancellation of the game. Yesterday, the NFL said the game will not resume at all as DeMar Hamlin continues his recovery. But they're not just going to go to, um, you know, winning percentage. They're, they're, they're going to... And this is, you know, unprecedented. They're they're going to play that AFC championship game on a neutral field. Buffalo entered the week not now assuming the Bills and Chiefs both in, you know, with with the three losses. I think the Bengals may come into play if the Chiefs lose. Uh, the league's owners are going to vote on this proposal that was uh put out by the commissioner's office. Just to reset where they were standings wise, Buffalo was twelve and three. The Chiefs had already won; they're thirteen and three. Uh, Buffalo held the head-to-head tiebreaker. They beat the Chiefs earlier this year. Cincinnati trailed both teams by one game, but they held a three-way tiebreaker with a win over the Bills. If Kansas City should lose the last week of the season, it would have made the Bengals the top seed uh, because they beat the Chiefs. You'll remember uh, a few weeks back. The owners will have to vote to approve on the scenarios approved by the competition committee, and here they are. Now, they're dependent on week eight outcomes. It depends on both the, really on all three of them winning. If Buffalo and Kansas City both win or tie, a Bills-Chiefs championship game will be at a neutral site. Now, that's advantage Bills, no? Let me tell you why. Those those Bills, that Bills Mafia is crazy, dude. They'll take 40 grand to Jacksonville. Word up to the Chiefs. If you smell a Bills Chiefs title game coming on a neutral field, fans, you better get your seats quick. Because those folding tables are going to be there before you know it. So anyway, Buffalo and Kansas City both win or tie. And the Bills Chiefs meet in the championship game. It'll be a neutral site. 
if if Buffalo and Kansas City both lose and the Bengals lose or tie, the Bills Chiefs championship game would still be at a neutral site. If Buffalo and Kansas City both lose and Cincinnati wins, any combination of Bills, Bengals versus Chiefs will be at a neutral site. The neutral sites haven't been determined yet. Seeds hold through the playoffs. And obviously, if those teams, if, if it's not a, some combination of those teams meeting, the, the, the title game will be played at its natural home field advantage. But, you know, assuming it's not a three-way tie. But if the, if the Bills and Chiefs both win this weekend, and now with something even more to play for, and I would imagine that that's what happens. But if, if that happens, then that AFC Championship game would be played somewhere neutral. I'm thinking in my mind, maybe Indy, right? Indy's got all that. They, they, they've got all those league ties with the combine and everything else. I, you know, I don't know exactly geographically. It's indoors. I don't know exactly geographically where it would it would seem to be kind of a middle mark between Kansas City and Buffalo. You got to get a dome stadium, right? If you're going to put on neutral field, you're not going to go play at Green Bay. So, you know, and the Vikings and 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 even Lions, perhaps, who play in dome stadiums up north, they they both potentially are in the playoffs. So, although by then uh, it would be decided, I, I would imagine. Anyway, uh, that's where we stand on on that part of it. Uh, you know, and all the ways of thinking this thing out and through, I hadn't really thought of that. You know, it, it takes away from, for a year, from what we're normally used to. But in this, this situation, I think it's, I think it's more than fair. You know, it, it's difficult, right? It's difficult to deal with, to, to figure it out. And I do think it's fair for Buffalo, if they should both win, for Buffalo to at least get to play on a neutral field and not have the same number of losses as, as Kansas City and beat them on their home field and yet, have to play the AFC Championship game there? That didn't seem right. And again, all this becomes a much more relevant and publicized talking point with the, praise God, hallelujah, terrific news with Tamar Hamlin. So, all right, uh, you are uh, caught up to date there with what I think is the biggest story. Nationally, the biggest story here locally, of course, is our Jaguars at home against the Tennessee Titans uh, tomorrow night. We'll let you hear from Doug Peterson when we come back on the other side. Uh, first, we'll talk to Captain Kevin Favor, see what's happening out on the waterways. It's a GFL Friday that's green for life. Look for those bright new green cans and trucks all over the area and trust green for life for your commercial roll-off needs. You're listening to The Drill on 1010XL 92.5 FM. All right, welcome back here on a GFL Friday. The uh, local college basketball team's in action last night in a sun play. Uh, UNF had an exciting win, a buzzer beater at home, 89-86 over Kennesaw Jacksonville, Phil. Uh, down at Stetson last night, but we'll get through this Jag season, getting to the to the meat and home stretch uh, of both JU and UNF, who I think will have NCAA tournament aspirations, a chance to advance through that conference. I think both of them it'll come through the conference tournament, but we shall uh, see. Meanwhile, just to get it out on the water, where this weather continues to be uh, bipolar, Kevin. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah, uh, it, it's 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 nuts. Yeah. Um, you know, to to go from Sub freezing. I mean, God, it was that's as cold as it's been in, in a long time. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, it's eighty. Right. <laughs> you know? I mean, how? how uh, it, it made me think this. I mean, I mean, what? 
Now, I, I, I would assume that, you know, air temperature and water, you know, it's the water temperature that really matters if you're talking about the fisheries. But, I, I mean, how long do you have to have a, a, a weather pattern for it to change anything? You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? What well, happens so, when so, that happens? So, so, so you know, you need, you need a, a, a solid two days of warm weather. To really change you know what anything. I mean? Yeah. yeah to, to, I mean, and, and, and look, when everybody went back out, even after it warmed up, the water temperature was still 52, 53 degrees, and nobody mm-hmm. was catching anything. I mean, it, it just, it's not going to happen. I mean, you, you'll catch an occasional sheep's head, um, a whiting, something like something like that. Obviously, bluefish, they don't care. Um, but since it's warmed up, um, you know, the, you and I talked about this a couple weeks ago, and I even talked about it with Dan last week. And the, 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 the inshore wrecks, you know, the, and, and most people don't even think about offshore fishing this time of year because it's so damn rough, you know. But when they're sure. able to get when they're able to get out, um, the, the, the inshore wrecks are, are on fire. I mean, they're, they're, they're catching, um, you know, a, a, a ton of yellowmouth trout, black drum, stuff like that. Um, but the guys that are going, the, the, the sea bass fishing out of Mayport right now, is as good as it's going to get. I mean, these guys are limiting out every day. They're going to, you know, about 60 to 80 feet. Um, and they're, they're all telling me, dude, it doesn't matter. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it, 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 no secret spots. I mean, they're, they're going to public numbers, but they said it's just incredible. And I've seen the pictures. I'm talking, you know, three to four pounds. So they can get the, they can get the bait past the snapper to catch them. Yeah. 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 Nice. You know, obviously they're having to weed through the snapper yeah. to catch them, right. you know, but um, you know the, the the reports have been great when people have, have been able to get out. The and so, and let me ask you a question. So that yep. that's more about finding that right depth, and not not necessarily a, a mile marker that you're going out. Just get to that eighty foot level. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. And you know, look at your numbers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you look if you would, when you're looking at your GPS numbers, that's it, it, let's just say that's basically ten to fifteen miles offshore. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, so you know, if you you know, like like a, a, a great place, for example, is Ponte Vedra Grounds. I mean, and that's yeah. a big area. I right. mean, it's, where we've been. I mean, yeah, exactly, yeah. absolutely, we've yeah. been there. Yeah, yeah. 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 Nice. You know, I mean, so you know, you you get to you get to those areas, um, and uh, I mean, it, like I said, the, the the sea bass fishing has been, and that's so much fun. I yeah. love doing that. I mean, it's yeah. just it, there's a lot of action. There's a lot of good eating, um, and and it's. Um, it's 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 good stuff. The inshore fishing has has been totally a hit or miss thing. I mean, like one day they're they, I'm, I'm getting all these texts and they're like, my God, they're biting today, the and the next day they're like, dude, we can't find a fish. I mean, so it, it's 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 a matter of, of when you're when you're inshore fishing this time of year, Jeff, you have to be patient. You can't just think, okay, I'm going to go hit 15 spots today and find fish. You got to go hit three or four spots and and kind of sit on them, because the fish are lethargic. You know they're not they're they're not going to be just you know roaming around everywhere. Uh, and there's going to be a particular time when when they're if if they're there they're they're going to bite they're going to eat, but they're they're not going to run over like ten feet chasing a lure. Yeah, you've got to get it right on their nose. So you've got to be very lethargic about where you're casting and things like that. But but um, yeah, the, the hit, hit or miss. Uh, but but definitely worth your time. You know, it, 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 I, f- I felt for my 
for my neighbor, you know, his, his son is in uh, the Navy, and so they're home for Christmas, and his son's a big fan. I mean, all growing up when he was yeah. a little kid, all the way through, you know, I follow him next door. He's, you know, he's, he graduated up from a John boat to a boat, and so the son loves to fish, and, and my neighbor loves to fish as well. And, you know, fishing, last time I talked to you, been pretty good, right? And, and, and man, yep. they, they went out last Saturday, I think, and, you yep. know, left early and weren't back till afternoon and really didn't catch much of anything. I felt for <laughs> It's been that way. Now, did I hear that you've become a grandfather? Uh, you are correct, sir. That's right. That is yeah. awesome. Oh, man, it's the best. I just, awesome. Uh, yeah. What, what, was, what was the date? The date was December 22nd, which was the uh, Thursday mid-morning okay. of the uh, Jags win against the Jets. So, point being, the, the little booger's 2-0. and o, Okay, no pressure with the Titans it's, coming it's, to town. But he's 2-0. and o. I had... I had um, my third one born on the 16th. Okay, December. yeah, right, right within sure. it. We'll have to do some play dates, huh? <laughs> yeah. Some grandpa play dates. We'll take them fishing. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. No, so yeah. far, so good. And everyone's healthy and happy. And, yeah, and, yeah not this side too, man. It's, yeah. um, it, 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 it's a blessing. It yeah, was, uh, for sure. Very, right. very, cool, very cool for Christmas. I got a couple of questions for you yep. based on what we just talked about. First okay. things first. You know how every once in a while in your life you learn something and you're like, what? Wow, I can't believe that. How do I not know that? Is that even true? Did I just get clickbaited? Okay? Right? Uh-huh. I had I, I, I came across one of those yesterday in your genre when I learned, again, thought it was clickbait, so I had to go in, that a, that a sea trout that we catch, he's, you know, we love so much, aren't trout at all. Okay. Well, they're... Am I wrong? Are they not drum? Are they not a member of the drum family? No, trout are not members of the I, drum I, family. I, listen to me. I sw- okay, good. I'm going to go with you and not the stories online, but if you go online, they will tell you that that yellow mouth spotted trout is not a trout at all. It's not a member of the trout family. It's a member of... Yeah, it's, it's a member of the weak fish. Well, either way, I'm just telling you what yeah. I, so maybe I shouldn't be as shocked as I was, but I can feel keyboards right now scrambling in the listening yeah. audience to Google, yeah, yeah, is a trout, true. is a trout, is a sea, tr- what was the way, is a spotted trout a trout? That was the Google search. And right, I, right. And, I was and told emphatically, it, no. There's, there's so many different species of trout, and they, and they, and they, they call them yellowmouth trout, they call them weak fish. Spotted, um, and, speckled. And spotted trout, speckled trout, sea yeah. trout, I mean, it's, but there is, there, but all of those are different species. Yeah. Now, what they try to they categorize trout under, as in the, the, the yellowmouth, not not the sea trout, not the spotted trout, but they they categorize them under weak fish. Gotcha. Because you in say in, in St. Johns County and in Duval County, you are allowed to catch a hundred pounds of weak fish. So you can technically, but, but, make... the, but the sea trout, it's it's four per person. Huh. Gotcha. Yeah. So so you really got to be careful because. There's there's a lot of trout, a lot of yellowmouth trout that look like specks. Okay. So so you just you, you and, huh. and and yeah, it's 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 really it's really a great area. And um, and, and and the other thing that I want to remind people of, and I'm going to talk about this in the outdoor show tomorrow, is that when when we're talking about going to these inshore wrecks, if you're outside of three miles. You cannot keep a red bass. You cannot keep a redfish because you're in federal waters. Huh. So don't don't go to that four mile, six mile catch a redfish and then and, and, and come in with it because it's illegal. 
Huh. A lot of people don't know that. And and I just had a friend of mine that I had to remind that. <laughs> Man, I, just, there's, just, there's so just, much. I, we all take for granted that all those intricacies, all the different fish. I mean, for you, yeah. for you, it's second nature. I mean, it's just like well, I, I would it, know it, an obscure it, golf rule it, off the top it, of my head. But but here's the deal: it's second nature on what I catch. That's what there's I mean. Times when I, well, there's, that's there's times when I go when I go offshore bottom fishing. Yeah. Got a Google. I mean, I'm on the I'm on the radio going, "Hey guys, uh, yeah, what you know? What's the what's the legal side on this? You know, I mean, so so yeah, there's there's all kinds of stuff, man. Well, it's it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, and at, one other thing I took from our conversation here, and I know this from somewhat from experience because we've gone fishing sometimes together at this slower time of year, typically, but to have this super sea bass bite is isn't that kind of rare for this kind of year? I mean. I, it's 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 been very rare. Yeah, I we've mean, had, take advantage had, of that is what we, I'm we, saying. You don't usually get yeah, real we've hot fish. We've, we've had a stretch of uh, of of about five or six years where it's just been terrible. Yeah, terrible. Okay, you know. Um. So so yes, this is um this is really cool, and that's why I mentioned it. You know, yeah. It, yeah. Because I you know you may be able to slide out there tomorrow to call for ten at north. Um, in, in, you know, in but if in you can, you'll catch feet. pretty yes. much. Yeah. Never, yep. never guaranteed. You didn't get this yep. kind of insight from Hicken last week, did you? No, absolutely not. <laughs> Kevin, have, have a great weekend. Enjoy grandfather. Right, yep. I'll go ahead and schedule, you know, March 2025. We'll have our first play date. That, that'll be awesome. First play date. All right, buddy. See you. All right, buddy. There you go. This is Captain Kevin Favor. All right, so if you haven't noticed, you haven't picked up on this, there's been like a little trend. Now it's becoming a bit where one of our, fa- uh, one of our favorite uh, Jags, by the way, uh, Time for Mojo to go into the pride. Hello. It's Anyway, uh, the Jags get a lot of love from experts everywhere. They've won five of their last six. You know, all, most are picking Jacksonville to get the job done against the Titans on Saturday. But there is a notable naysayer out there. He's former Jaguars running back, Maurice Jones-Drew, who is now, I think, I know what you're doing, Mojo. He's just riding. He's, he's, now he's being superstitious. Because he picked the Jags to lose the game, I don't know, three or four weeks ago that he thought they would lose. And Mojo's famous now for homering for the Jags. But he picked a game, uh, I don't remember which one it was. Maybe it was the Oakland game. I don't, I don't, I don't recall how far back we're going. But he picked, <laughs> so he picked against the Jags in that game, just literally thinking the Jags would lose. Um, and, and so he started picking them to lose just, you know, to reverse mush the process. And they continue to win. So while everyone and their mother this week is picking the Jaguars to win the game, uh, Mojo, the lone to center, picking the Titans 20 to 17. So uh, keep in mind what our old friend is up to when you, you know, if you come across that, that, that storyline. Jaguars are very healthy injury-wise, probably as healthy as they've been. That doesn't mean that they won't flash some guys on the injury report and among those is Trevor Lawrence with the game coming up tomorrow night he's been questionable though in five straight weeks after that toe sprain and while he's missed practice time he hadn't missed a second of game time other than when the Jags chose to sit him um, with good reason last week during this four-game win streak uh, Trevor's played you know virtually every meaningful snap he's thrown seven touchdowns two picks and the only really bad one was that was the first really bad old Trevor throw we saw against Houston. That didn't matter. We blew him out so bad, but that one kind of really sailed on him. That looked like one of those that, that we've seen um, as he was finding himself a little bit. Other questionable players include Trayvon Walker, who played last week. 
Rayshon Jenkins, we played you the clip from the end of the Houston Texans game. I think that would sum up Rayshon Jenkins' uh, injury status. Jenkins was overheard on the sideline and said, man, we're going to have the best atmosphere we've ever played in next week, and it's going to be at home. Uh, and like I said, Trayvon Walker, Andrew Winger's been playing through that shoulder uh, injury, so he's questionable. Um, Brandon Scherf has been playing through abdomen and ankle injuries. You bet he'll be playing, but he's questionable. And uh, Foley Fadakasi, who Doug Peterson was raving about yesterday, by the way. Um, can the Jags' defense continue with this strong run they've had the last couple of weeks? You know, they've done it against, uh, granted, uninspiring quarterbacks, which, by the way, would be the perfect descriptor for Josh Dobbs. So, uh, we'll see what the Jags muster defensively. Meanwhile, Doug Peterson did meet the media yesterday. He has... um, kind of already transitioned his team into just where they are in their 2022 slash 23 season. All right. It is what it is. You can call this Saturday night's game, put it in any column you want to. It's a playoff game. If you win, you move on to next week. If you lose your season's over. Now there's a path to be a wild card. Let's forget about that for a moment. Point being, it's a young team. It's a team that hasn't had any success in years. It's a team that's red hot right now, and they need to keep that sharp mentality. It's win and you're in. You know, both teams are in the same situation. Guys have been been great this week. They've handled it well. You know, biggest thing for us, obviously, a little bit of a shorter uh, week um, is just the recovery aspect of it, you know, and, and, and being as healthy as possible, you know, for Saturday night. But, yeah, guys have done a nice job of, uh, you know, the, the practices that we've had and the, the mental mental side of it. They're, they're obviously, you know, gearing up and getting excited, and uh, they'll be ready to go. Man, it's easy to forget because of how the script has flipped. The Jaguars were down four games with seven to play. They were three and seven and then four and eight. The Titans had bounced back from an 0-2 start. They were seven and three. They they were cruising to the division title. I mean, it, it you know again, it's easy in hindsight to say you believe this, you believe that. And I'm not just talking about us as fans and media. I mean the team themselves. It's easy to say, yeah, we believe. Boy, you're facing a real uphill battle. Well, Peterson yesterday says it's a real good indicator of, of his football team that they that they played this season out like every week mattered. Everybody in the division was chasing Tennessee. I mean, they were three, four games ahead of everybody, you know, there for a long time. And, and I just had to, to make sure that our guys understood that everything is still in front of us. We just got to play one game at a time and, and just, just focus on that one week. And, you know, if we did that, it would give us an opportunity to, to be in week 18 for, you know, for all, the, for all the marbles. And we had hoped, right, just get it within a game of the Titans. And if you win the game, you would win the tiebreaker. Who could have seen the – Tennessee just completely tanking all the way down to seven and nine. They're going from seven and three to seven and nine. They've lost six straight games. Gosh, if the Jags had just got the Denver game or the Houston two games, man. Man, those two especially, but there were others, right? I I mean, the Giants game is one that they let get away to, but you know, they had leads Washington in the, in the final quarter. It doesn't matter though. They put themselves in a position and right. Keep, keep that, you know, keep that iron sharp by playing a meaningful game this week. 
right. anyway, right? If we would have won those, we wouldn't have this Saturday night matchup. That's true too. Mm-hmm. We'd just be playing at one o'clock. We would be waiting to see who our right. wild card opponent is. We're not catching any of the other division the city winners. Wouldn't have been buzzing the way it is right now. That's right. That's right. And so now you've got to take care of business and uh, send us all home happy. Looks like we're having a full moon tomorrow night. Man, it's playing out perfect. Oh, it's going to be crisp football weather. Probably going to be like the low 50s, high 40s even. Uh, By the time the game ends tomorrow night, we'll be playing from a national TV audience. You know what I don't want to happen? A lot of times it'll happen sitting down there between that river bend with with temperatures starting to plummet, that fog will roll in. Yeah, the fog. Uh, You know, I don't know what the fog forecast. I don't need that. I don't need them turning on their TV in St. Louis and then seeing that picture. We've all seen it, right, for certain games. You can barely see the field. Uh, it's no fun from the press box when that happens either, by the way. So, uh, they from the bu- come holler at me at the bus. Huh? I will. I will. Uh, I'll. I think I'm gonna, you know, bebop around that stadium myself some tomorrow because uh, it's been a while since we've been able to soak up this kind of uh, this kind of atmosphere. We got a lot more football, Jags talk. Um, it, we got the whisper today, so we'll talk quarterback play with with Denny Thompson. We got the last Friday five pack. Um, uh, look, I, I'm, 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 I'm nervously, precipitously sitting a couple of games in front of Dan. You know, going it. We've just both absolutely tanked down the stretch. That's fine. I'll own it. I mean, it's not like I'm going to go minus of 28 this year and just you know completely go broke. But I'm down to about minus four, maybe, maybe more. I think I'm four and he's eight. Minus four, minus eight, which is only a two-game difference, not a four-game when you think about it. So, what does that mean? If he goes like five and zero, oh, I'd have to go three and two just to tie. Hey, look, the chances of either one of us go five and zero. Oh, the best chance for that would be to pick the games and then turn in the opposite. <laughs> um, anyway, let's come back with football fix. Other news around the National Football League. Uh, I'll reset the the just glorious news that we're getting out of Cincinnati and the recovery of Demar Hamlin of the Buffalo Bills. And also reset, in case you're just joining us, a very unique scenario will await the AFC playoffs this year if it plays out according to form. Details on that as well. You're listening to The Drill. It's a GFL Friday on 1010XL. Ladies and gents, please put your hands together as Dan Hicken enters the studio. Up. She's got a nice pink Jacks hoodie. Teal lipstick. Nice touch. <laughs> teal fingernail polish. Uh, yeah, there's probably a couple cigarettes out in the parking lot with that no. teal ring around the filter. Don't ruin it. For, <laughs> don't ruin it for the Googans. A couple of teal rings around the filter out there. Oh, sweet Friday. You never look better. Oh, I did, oh that is a skirt and the knee highs, I guess. Thanks for dolling yourself up. Yeah, she looks Tall good. Friday looking all good over there. Friday's looking Playoff up. Friday. Hey. Friday's going to really roll on Saturday with her friend. Well, she, well here's another thing, too. It, <laughs> because the game's tomorrow. To Friday feels like Saturday. Yes. So, I mean, good knows what awaits you today. Yes. So, sweet Friday. Oh, it's great to be here. Great to be along. Hey, big hit. Uh-huh. Ready to roll here with a very um, unique system. I was thinking of this. 
on the drive-in when we were talking about it, you were saying, well, if, gosh, if the Jags only won one. You know the Jags could be 6-10 and 10 right now and playing for the AFC South title tomorrow. Wow, that's true. If they had gone 2-2 two and two down the stretch. Yeah, we thought we needed them all. We were 4-8 and eight yeah. and dead in the water with Detroit, with Tennessee up next. With Trevor lying on the ground, and dead. We, <laughs> we could have went 2-2 two and two yeah. and still been playing. Now, it would have felt different because it would be the battle of neither team. I and wonder, they would make fun and it would be – so it's much better, don't get me wrong, sure. to do what we've done and, and be 8-8 eight and eight with a chance to go 9-8 and eight and go into the playoffs as a 9-8 and eight football We're, team. This is a playoff game, really. Yes. I guess there's an asterisk because the Jags could still get in with the loss. But, imagine if two 8-9 and nine South teams got in. Oh, But imagine being 6-10 <laughs> and 10 getting ready for tomorrow. I don't think it would have the same feel. No, we I think we'd good. play it yeah. off and say, hey, it's still, you know, and we've played better, but. No, we're excited here because we're playing well. Right, right. They're well, playing terrible. And I did see on the uh, on the uh, chart that the league is like sort of putting out is they'll confirm today about the neutral site stuff, but I did see the list of seed possibilities and real the only teams that we can play now are if if we win tomorrow night would be the Chargers or Baltimore. I, I'd much rather That's see it. Baltimore. There's no, there's no. No, no the Bengals are out, right? Yeah, because nobody, that game yeah. they can't get the to. The Bengals are yeah. division champions, but they still have an asterisk. They would play Baltimore at a neutral field if they both play each other. Because if Baltimore wins this weekend, they don't get that opportunity. They would have tied for the division. Right. They'd be within one game. If right. you're within one game of right. the Bills right. or Bengals, right. you're, you're right. up in the air a little bit because that game, you know, could have gone either way for either team. So, Is it, Lamar it, playing? Do we know? He's not playing this week again. They now say they're hopeful or expecting. Not even expect. Hopefully, he'll be ready for the playoffs. Wow. And so, even if you get Lamar in the playoffs, you're not, you know, you're getting a rusty guy. Oh, yeah. So, but the Baltimore by first, you know, first things first, beat the Titans. Absolutely. But Baltimore would by a mile be your your preferred opponent there. And I think the news, I think the news yesterday on the injury report stuff isn't so much the Jags. They're all a bunch of questionable guys. Although I wouldn't be surprised if one guy can't go. You know, one of those questionables can't. And it ain't Trevor. But you know, you never know. Like if Brandon Sheriff, he's been really toughing it out of late. So we'll see. But uh, uh, that wouldn't shock me. But on the flip side, Titans are much healthier than they were when we played them a while back. The key yeah. for the key for the Titans is that they don't have Tannehill, and that and and Willis hasn't stepped up enough. Well, not only do they not have Tannehill, Dan, but they don't have Colt McCoy or Gardner Minshew, or right? Right. Even C.J. Beathard. I mean, right. They're at the bottom of the barrel when it comes to employing a quarterback to start. Mm-hmm. They're 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 going with a guy who's bounced around the league, hadn't been able to impress anyone, including being here for a year. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, um, some interesting stuff as we get ready for tomorrow night and look forward to a, just a big day in Jacksonville and and today and tomorrow and just uh, enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride because it can come to an end quickly. So, hopefully uh, the Jags can go out there and, and take care of business. I always got this – ugh. It's a little feeling about the Titans. They try, you know. I just, I'd like to exercise it all finally tomorrow. You always want to come in here with that negativity, mm-hmm. man. That's right, man. Mm-hmm. We're old, hardened. I just, I just keep it real, man. 1999, you were, I don't know what you were doing, but I'll tell you what you weren't doing. You weren't here talking about sports like we were <laughs> and watching them steal our soul and watching us not go to Atlanta for the Super Bowl, okay? And watching people cry, literally cry, okay? You just made me realize, like, if we lose tomorrow, the season is done. Yeah, that's I wasn't correct. even thinking about that. Well, although not necessarily. Yeah, no, <laughs> and then we turn crap. our attention well, to Sunday. It's, it's, it's only three games. Here's right. the sad thing. It's not that outrageous either. No. 
Bills yeah. are now going to beat the Patriots. They it, it yeah. matters big time. Yeah. Um, the Jets could beat the Dolphins. The Dolphins are a mess at quarterback. Right. And so you got Pittsburgh, Cleveland. What happens there? Yeah. Yeah. Could happen, but we'll see. I, now, I, don't, I haven't looked at all the other scenarios because I don't care as much. Mm-hmm. If if the other two happen, if the Patriots lose and the Dolphins lose and Pittsburgh wins, Pittsburgh's in the playoffs. Stand by. I think they Stand would be. Right here. I think they would be. Got my chart here. They'd Jeffrey. be nine. If those are the only three involved with us, as here's an how eight. the here's how the seven seed works. Okay. If New England wins, they're in. Correct. Right. Yeah. If Buffalo beats New England and Miami wins. Miami's yeah. in. Correct. If Buffalo wins and the Jets win and Pittsburgh wins, the they're Steve, in. Oh, that's it. Then. Yeah. Yeah. They're third. If but, Buffalo wins, the Jets win, Cleveland wins, and Jacksonville wins. New England's in because Jacksonville would be the South champs. Oh and yeah. New yeah, England yeah. would be back in. So there's, uh, there's five scenarios. Gotcha. New England has two of the five come, possibly. New England wins, they're in. Most people don't think they're going to win. Most people think Buffalo's going to win. So Buffalo wins, then Miami has to play the Jets for a playoff spot. What about the rumor of McDaniel getting fired? Man, again? Yeah, that was crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, that's – I mean, two, three weeks ago, he was the NFL's newest sensation – and now the Dolphins are saying if he doesn't beat the Jets, he's fired. That's wild. Well, they didn't say it. I, well, I can t- I, I'll tell you why. Uh-huh. It, to me, yeah, it, Sean Payton. I mean, if they're fired, they're going to oh, hire yeah. Sean Payton. That's yeah. why you know he's been rumored there. He's yeah. been linked there. Sean's got a little Jimmy in him. I can see Sean getting him a place in Key West in a yacht and hanging out there. You know, soaking up the sun. Yeah. So if they do that's ask McDaniel, point. I think yeah. that's what would be yeah. in their targets. Got to give up a number one pick too. Do they have a number one pick to give up? I, I don't, don't think so. So you got to give up a number one pick to get Sean Payton. Sure. Two or those, three of those. First round pick. There's two or three of those teams, the Texans, the Broncos, the Dolphins. They've done so many deals. I can't keep up with who has what. I know. It's like when you look at the, and I haven't had to do it a lot lately, so mm-hmm. it's been fun, the draft order. Um, three of the top ten teams are teams that have acquired those picks. Right. So They have two of the top ten. Yeah. A lot of them do. Like, it's like doubled Like up. in the mock drafts, there's a lot where Houston's taking – Bryce Young first, and then they pick like thirteenth, and they take a receiver. Yeah, you know that's what they're. I, I really think uh, you know, and it's it's it doesn't look doesn't feel that way because the dominance that we had over Houston was out of character for the way Houston's been playing of late. Yeah, I would argue that Houston will become the second best team in the division behind us before Indy and, and Tennessee do because they're going to get Bryce Young, and well, I think I, he's. I, gonna... would, I would I would I would I don't disagree, but I'm just not ready to bury Tennessee. Like, I can't imagine Ten- Tennessee has had a nice little run here, and now, uh, you know, they don't make the playoffs this year, and they end with that seven-game losing streak. They'll, they will they got a plan, too. They better get a quarterback. Yeah, they got a plan. Yeah, I, I just, I I trust knowing Bryce Young is going to be my quarterback for the next 10 years over whatever plan they have at quarterback. Yeah. Because Derrick Henry ain't getting any young. Three years, Derrick Henry ain't going to be a thing. No, probably right? not. But he's had a great year this year. For Again, sure, yeah. people like to get. Awesome. I mean, no, it's no, just, he's he second keeps, in the league in rushing. He's he's he's. I mean, I just think about how many carries this. I don't think anyone's ever had as many carries as Derrick Henry. Now he's still only twenty nine. Yeah. So we'll see. Thirty's the magic number, but he works so hard in the offseason yeah. that, and they work him hard during the year too. Oh my god! Dude. But he's finally, you know, he had the foot injury last year. He's going to start getting, you know, I, I mean, it'd be hard to expect that kind of for him to be. 
look, even with Derrick Henry, it's not like they've been going to the Super Bowl. No. And you lose that. The quarterback situation is what is dire for, for Tennessee, and Houston will be able to address that better gonna out of the gates. He's going to have 1,500 yards rushing. I know he is. No, he's and, – and, uh, He's four and a half yards of carry. Hopefully not 1,600 based on how we've defended him through the years. Uh, the Dolphins, 13 touchdowns, I mean – Dolphins lost their first rounder this year in the Tom Brady scandal. Oh, yeah. That, so there's only 31 first round That's picks. That's right. They forfeited it. Yeah. Back in the old days, that would have been great news for us. We would have had, then had the 32nd pick. <laughs> not anymore. Really have two first-round picks again. We're plummeting down, by the way. We've always talked about, and we're not going to do draft talk, but I noticed this. I did yeah. look at a mock draft looking for other you know, angles and such, but if the Jags fall down to like 20 or 21, there's some sweet spot guys going to be there. Like positions of need, you know. Mayor could be there. Um, a couple of corners could be there. There's, you know, there's some, uh, uh, one of the all- – Offensive lineman, I don't recall which one. It was an interior <laughs> offensive. Oh, uh, Torrance from Florida. Uh, no. No? No. Osiris Torrance? Oh. I thought you meant Rashad. What are you kidding me? <laughs> Rashad Torrance. Are they related? <laughs> yeah, no, not Rashad Torrance, no. He, he's still working on tackling like USF oh, level players. Good so. gracious. Yeah. And Derrick Henry, 8,226 yards. And I sit there and I say, Canton Bound. Um, eighty two hundred twenty six yards. No. I got Freddie over there with uh, almost twelve. Yeah, no, he, yeah, interesting. Uh, now I did say that Fred's going to stay seventeenth forever. I should say top twenty because Henry would catch him if he plays another four or five years. Yeah, it's a long way to go. Yeah, though, I know him. it is. I know it is. And these are his rushing. T- and when it total. leaves, it leaves fast, dude. Yeah, like they fall off. They don't. It's not like a guy goes down and then suddenly. But you know, really, he's only been this way since nineteen. His first year, 110. His second year, 107. These are carries. Yeah. 176. Third year, 215. Yeah. And then he went 303, 378. Only 219 last year. Back up to 319. He'll get 30 tomorrow, 350 this year. That's a lot. Last three or four or five years. But yeah. Yeah, no, four years. Point. Last four years. I just, I'm just going by running backs in general. I know. Right. I know. But, I mean, if he has like Frank Gore, Curtis Martin kind of longevity, he'll he'll zoom up into the top five. How many touchdowns do you think Derrick Henry has? Uh, how many years has he been in the league? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven years. I would say he has 81 touchdowns. 78. It's pretty close. Very close. Hey. 78 touchdowns. Pretty good. Well, even early in his career, right, he would come in and bang in some from, from close. Who were five they? and five, 12, 16, 17, 10, and 13. Uh, from the text line, too, there is a, there's the quarterback uh, wild card of Derek Carr. You know, what if Tennessee got him? That would probably wouldn't be a bad. Both of our division foes would be wise. Jimmy to, G or Derek Carr? Yeah, yeah. I, th- those are the two. That my hope is the Colts draft Will Levis. Me too. <laughs> That's yeah. my hope. Yeah, because I think they're picking like fifth or sixth. Yeah, and there's some thought that he, that they might. Yeah, but C.J. Stroud now is probably jumped to Levis. Yeah, but he's going higher. I, the one that I saw had had C.J. Stroud to the Colts at like four or five. Okay, but you know, and then Anthony Richardson went top ten to I think the Panthers. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And Levis may have gone after Richardson in this one. I don't know if there were – I don't think there were four t- in the top nine. I think Levis was down at like 13 or 14, I think. Mm. They're all out there, man. There's um, – but, yeah, everybody has Houston taken. And then they have Chicago taken either the Georgia kid or the Alabama kid. Right. Anderson right? or Carter. Right. And then the next – Seattle's the next, and they take the other. Uh-huh. And Seattle's, by the way, his pick is from Denver. Yeah. So that's another – thank you, Russ. Uh-huh. And then Arizona would take – 
We're not taking quarterback. No. And see, that leaves Indy with Stroud. Ah, I see what you're saying. Now. Well, so by the way. Does somebody I, trade up with you know, well, Chicago or yeah, something? Yeah, well, here's what I should do. Never mind everything that I just said. Because if Indy ends up with Stroud, that's real similar to Houston ending up with, with Young. With Young. Yeah. Because Stroud has been very, was, I was really impressed with him the other day. He was great. I mean, and, and we probably don't guilty of not watching but near you know as what? much C.J. Stroud as we do Bryce Young. <laughs> you know what? You know what a game. You know what that game reminded me of. That game sort of reminded me of Justin Fields against Clemson yeah. in the semis when Justin outdueled Trevor. Yeah, and everybody was like, "Ooh, Justin Fields guy's pretty yeah. good." Yeah, he was Stroud tough looks, that night. Stroud looks better than Fields to me. You think so? It just looks more like a more like a quarter. Yeah, I, more like a quarterback. Yeah, just yeah. bigger. A total he's, quarterback. Well, not he, bigger. I mean, he might be taller, but yeah. he's not bigger. He's more of in that line though that he can run if he has to. He's not a running quarterback. Right. I watched. Uh, I was watching Will Levis throw the ball the other just in a in a practice yeah. setting, like yeah. video of it. It's pretty. It is impressive. Yeah, it's, it's pretty. I mean, like I mean, Blaine Gabbert was also pretty. Wasn't I know, he? but I'm talking like 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 not like 15 yard outs, like 40 yard, like zzz, sure. Like, flying across the field. I think that's what they love about him, obviously. Because, I mean, he, statistically, and watching him to the eye, he was like, yeah, so, so. But I think when you see him in the in the short shorts, you go, oh. Yeah. This particular mock draft has Will Levis going eighth to Vegas and Anthony Richardson going ninth to Carolina. Yeah, so. you're right. Fields is just as big as, as Stroud. They're really? same size, really. Yeah. I didn't know Are Fields Are they the same was, height? Yeah, 6'3". I'm surprised yeah. Fields is 6'3". Wow. Fields is a big dude. Fields is more he's like Jalen. Yeah, he's bigger than I Hurts, thought. Yeah, like size wise, he's bigger than I thought. Fields he was. is thick, right? Does he outweigh Stroud? Yeah, he must two, outweigh two twenty-seven. Yeah, Stroud's two eighteen. Now yeah. Stroud at this state will probably outweigh him when he gets in the NFL condition. He's only eight pounds behind. That him. shocks me. Right, that's what Fields I'm to me is like yeah. a, like a truck. A little bigger than than yeah. I thought he was. No, not to I, you. I, no, no, I thought him uh, more more the way he scat, runs. Scat back. What's Hurts size? Okay, I don't think he's as tall. But he's he's a thick kid too, and I, he lifts some serious weight now. Jalen Hurts, Hurts he, he, the videos Hurts of him is, in college, like squatting. Hurts is two twenty seven. I though. say I think Hurts and Fields are very similar. Six one two twenty three for Hurts, six three two twenty seven for Fields. That's what I mean. That surprises so me. So Hurts is bigger, like thicker. No, you say no. Six, Fields so is. You said six one two twenty three. Oh yeah yeah yeah. That's two inches and four pounds. That's a yeah, right big diff. That, that, no, that yes, ain't that is. much, man. Yeah, two inches, and he's only four pounds lighter. He's definitely he's going to be thicker by his by his mm. height, but they're both big. You know, the two twenty five is thick. I don't care who you are. Yeah, big dudes. Yeah, bigger than I thought. Wow, I guess it just goes to show you how big your typical quarterback although, is. Although the 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 old school quarterback six five guy, yeah, it doesn't have to be that way anymore. Uh-huh. It's definitely right? not that because guy the one thing you always were amazed of. When you started getting around these NFL quarterbacks, it's how big a dudes they were. Like Boomer Esiason, Dan Marino, those guys, big dudes, man. I saw this stat uh, floating around. It was just uh, repeated to me on the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures mm-hmm. uh, also. But, I mean, this matters in today's day and age of the NFL, but there's a pressure to sack ratio. In other words, how many times quarterbacks were pressured? What percentage of those times were they actually sacked? Like, like how they get away, you mean? Yeah, like Anthony Richardson – Pressure to sack, only 9.2%. He got away from the pressure. They only right. sacked him 10% of the time that they got to him. Okay. Bryce Young's 12.6%. C.J. Stroud's 14%. Will Levis, 27%. Yeah, he doesn't move that well. You the get back there to him, you get him, right? You put him on a bad wire, <laughs> team's bad, and often. The low lines are terrible. Yeah. 
So, well, anyway. That, it'll be fascinating, but we don't have to worry about that. No, we don't. No, we we don't. have a quarterback, don't we? We do. We, uh, we're full steam ahead, ready to rock and roll, get down to the bank. We should have done the show today from the bank and just sat there till tomorrow night. Not even moved. <laughs> All right, this is the drill. We'll, uh, we'll queue up some 10-minute drill for you when we come back. Okay. Get some highlights from around the sports world. I have talk ide- about the Rangers win over Le Habitant. Well, I'm sure you will. Le uh, Habitant. I've identified, and this is bad timing for, because I've brought this guy up earlier this earlier this season. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. Today he's going to be more, you know, shining more in the spotlight. But uh, to me, it's clear who the most underappreciated or the best player who's least well known. I've identified that player in the NBA. The say again now. Two ways to characterize it. I don't know. The most underrated player in the NBA or the best player you've never heard of. However you want to phrase it. You think I've heard of him? You've heard of him for sure. Yeah, you've heard of him. But you do not. I'm here to tell you, this guy right now I put as a top 10 player in the league. Wow. And nobody else in the world would. If you look at a power ring, he'd be in the 40s somewhere. Is he future Nick Pascal Siakam? (laughs) Siakam! 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 It's not him. Back with more next. I'm middling. I'm middling. I'm middling. <laughs> uh, sports concepts and rationalizations. We call it the 10-minute drill. We do it each and every day at the end of the drill. E, I believe we have a prize pack today to hand out to these Googans. A little razzle-dazzle, something like that. Uh-huh. special. We got a $25 gift card to Woody's Barbecues to get your num-num on. Mm, your num-num. That's what I want to do. I want to get my num-num on. Nothing wrong with some num-num. So we've been sitting here with bated breath, waiting. Is that what we're going to lead the 10-minute Wondering with, with an NBA take, are What we? your take is. I'm not afraid to. I'll, I'll start it like this. Okay, first of all, <laughs> uh, let's establish establish the legitimacy of, of the player ranking that I'm talking about, okay? Uh, the, the NBA's version of war, overall value, okay? Mm-hmm. Number one is Jokic. Number two is Luka. Number three is Anthony Davis. Number four is Joel Embiid. Number five is Giannis. Number six is Kevin Durant. You follow along. What did you just say now? The top players? This is a war. Oh, what are they? It's, read called, it's called Purr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Read them you off know, again. And your, your top six is uh, Jokic is one. Yeah. Luka is two. Yeah. Embiid is four. Antetokounmpo yeah. is five. Durant is six. Who's three? Uh, three is Anthony Davis, who's okay. had a hell of a year right. before he got hurt, yeah. right? In other words, I'm just legit. He hurt again, he? Anthony Davis? He is. And, and by the way, I mean, we could keep going. To, Steph is eight. Zion is nine. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, uh-huh. Jimmy uh-huh. Butler's 10. Jason T- uh, Tatum's 11. Where's John the, Moran is 12. Where's my guy Jalen Brunson, just out of curiosity? Well, it's interesting you ask. Uh-huh. Because the player that I am talking about, that I uh, that I said, you know, is trending towards top 10, is the most underrated or the best player you, you mm-hmm. would not put in that category. Mm-hmm. Uh, is who I've identified. So I'm going to first give, read you a list of other names and tell me what you think of these players. Okay. Just where they stand or, yeah. you know, yeah. what, overall. Uh, Damian Lillard, Pascal Siakam, DeMar DeRozan, Devin Booker. All-star players. James Harden. High-level all Trey players. Young, Kyle, yeah. Ky, uh, Kyrie Irving, mm-hmm. uh, Julius Randle. Yes. Uh, Bam Adebayo, De'Aaron Fox, Paul George. Yeah. Jalen Brunson. Mm-hmm. High-level all-star player. Okay, and those guys are all behind the guy I'm thinking of who happened to go for 49 last night. It's Laurie oh. Mark- Markkinen of yeah. Utah. Yeah. As a career high. But he's done it all year, though. Has he been on two teams or three? Three or four. He's been bad. Oh. He's bounced around, yeah. yeah. Two, Why? The, I, the good, I, I guess you didn't trust him becoming the 
the total all-around player that he is right now. Because is he, now, uh, okay, here's my, yeah. here's my. He's 18 on these rankings. Here's my the perception of him. Yeah. Is he a shooter? 100% he's a shooter. But he, he also gets you about. Is he just nine, a shooter? No, he's nine boards. Nine boards? Yeah, yeah not all a all-around player. Yeah, not a passer. You know, he's not going to get a ton of assists, so that keeps him down on this list. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, 18th ahead of Lillard, just behind Donovan Mitchell. What's he averaging per game this year? Okay, that's a good question. Let me get out of this one to another one. This mm-hmm. year, mm-hmm. Uh, uh-huh. he is averaging 24 and a half points. Mm-hmm. Eight uh, and a half. Four and a half is good. Eight and a half rebounds. And But here's what's impressive, too. He's shooting 53%. Understand, this dude shoots as many threes as he does twos. <laughs> um, he shoots half. He shoots... The same amount of threes and twos. His true, tr- his true shooting percentage must be through the roof. I bet he leads the league. Anyway, uh, he had 49 last night. It's a career high. And he's a reason why. Look, the Utah Jazz, remember, they were tanking. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> Let's don't go back that far. Yeah, they're doing good. Yeah, they're not tanking at all, are they? Utah is, you know, they've fallen down to 10th. They're not, you know, the pace that they were on. But I think I'll, I'll just, we'll wrap up. The in. Hawks could have traded uh, oh, Collins for him, and it would have been, been awesome. Oh. We'll wrap, we'll wrap up. Uh, go ahead. E. I didn't hear SGA on that list, man. He's in that top ten. Okay. Yeah, he was in that, that top ten. Shane Gilgis Alexander. We'll uh, wrap seventh, up. seventh, I think. We'll wrap up basketball talk with this. Okay. I believe Orlando and Houston and Detroit are the three teams that, to me, have been just yeah. really bad the last well, they've, four they've, or five years. They've had the top two or three or four picks, picks and right? they're building their squad. Right. I believe that whoever the, that this year – Top two are so good that they will lift those teams finally into, into mattering. Uh, the Wembayana kid, who they all rave about, and the and the Scoot kid, who they also like. Scoot Henderson, yeah, uh, who's a G League guy, I believe. I believe those two guys, if whichever two of the three they go to, will make those teams uh, viable again. I think that I those don't. teams are all three building the right way. They're all hitting yeah. on guys. Houston's an interesting one because they only have X amount of wins, but they've beaten a ton of great teams. Yeah. The key is, again, not to panic and make some crazy trade for some veteran guys and give away young t- – you know, that's that's what they do. One other off-beat path before we get back to football. Uh, this matters to me because I watched this guy as a kid. Nate Colbert passed away, the San Diego Padre. He, yeah. Nate Colbert. Stocky once hit guy. Like, he had once to- hit like four or five home runs in a doubleheader against the Mets. And he was a good and, – and he could he was the one guy who could really hit Seaver. And I huh. always remembered that about Nate. I hated when Nate Colbert came up against my guy, George Thomas Seaver, because he would hit him. And um, I remember Nate Colbert very well, mostly yeah. as a Padre. Yeah, he was a Padre. He's, the, he's still – is he still – yeah, he's still the Padre's all-time home run king. That's Only 163. That, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. That's going to get beat this year. Certainly Machado's near that. <laughs> Got to be closing in on it. But yeah, that's so. crazy. Oh, 168 yeah. is your yeah. leader. He's an original member of the Pods, 1969. So anyway, Nate passed away. They had Padres had two really good players, but when I when we were kids, mm-hmm. to me, and mm-hmm. this is before Gwen in that era. Yeah, player. yeah. But it was Culver and um, was it Randy Jones? Was that his name? Yes, Randy Lefty, Jones a, beat out. He uh, may have won a Cy Young. He did. He yeah. beat out Kuzman for one. Yeah, it ticked me off. Oh no. Um, little, but yeah, little Danny wasn't happy. No, no. Jerry Kuzman should have won the Cy Young that year, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, Randy Jones was like a lefty, not not a hard thrower, and uh, very good, very good. He was kind of a left-hand version of Maddox, yeah, spot guy. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Glavin, Glavin-esque. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. So anyway, uh, just some news and notes from uh, different stuff 
before we dive back into this crazy playoffs that we we have, and it starts now. Vegas, Kansas City kicks off football tomorrow. Yeah, so and, I would suggest everyone get down to the stadium complex, get your tailgate set up, put it on 1010XL pregame for about four or five hours, and watch the game on your little remote TV. There you go. So you have you'll have ball there, and then the Jags take over on Saturday, and uh, off we go. Off we go. So that'll be fun. I, yeah, I, I'm. You know, it is what it is. I'm confident. I'm confident we're going to win the game. We've been playing really good. I'm. I'm. I'm I don't. I think. You know. I think the Jags are going to win by a couple scores. And mm-hmm. I say all that uh, under the umbrella of crazy, crazy bleep happens in the NFL in the last week of the oh, season. Man. Every look here last year at the season end. Yeah. Indiana, it's like, it's Indianapolis like, was coming down to take care of business. Yeah. And, you know, they always had the insurance in their pocket that, well, we got the Jags the last week. And, and they've never been the same, quite frankly. It's kind of like the first week. It's quirky. Yeah, it's definitely last quirky. Last week is quirky. And you never know. You're never sure who's sitting and who's playing. Is Tom Brady playing for Tampa on Sunday? Yeah, they say he is. Yeah. Can't play Trask. You had him for two years. Why don't you throw him out there and see what he can do? The game you know, doesn't matter. You, you talked earlier about you know, down in, in Miami and by McDaniel potentially being fired. And I said, you know, well, you know, I think it would be because of Sean Payton. Well, don't dismiss Tua as well. Being, uh, uh, bringing Brady in. Yeah. I mean, that I was, think, that was what caused all this problem to begin with. I, I think, I think there's two. Oh, well, I think there's definitely this. Brady is going to play next year. Seems I would like almost it. guarantee it. Yeah, you would think Raiders or Dolphins. Or, and that's the two. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the two. I don't know. I wonder if the Ra- the Dolphins are. They're, they're not precluded. I mean, they cheated to try to get him before. Yeah, I don't. That's a good point. I was just wondering. I wonder if they're on Brady's suspension yeah, or something. That, I, don't, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. I can't so. imagine you would be. No, I, I wouldn't think so either. Yeah. But now, you know, Brady's free as a bird. He can go wherever he wants. I got to be on to Vegas. I got to be honest, too. If I'm Miami fan, <laughs> if I'm Miami fan, I, I, you know, I, uh, or and if I'm not Miami fan, I'd understand getting rid of them both. You were freaking eight. You were cruising. You can't win a game or two. You're we're going into the last week, and you and and you're in this well, mess. Uh, you can't. I mean, no. What if they lost? Who have they? Haven't they lost about five in a row too? Yeah, by the they're way, they're eight and three. Yeah. Yeah, they lost five in a row. Well, they lost to San Francisco okay, out there. That's, no, that's fine. They lost to the Chargers out there. Yeah, win that game. Yeah, out there is tough. And they lost to Buffalo up there, thirty-two twenty-nine. The one that killed they them was good. And then Green Bay, desperate. They Green lost Bay to them. and New England, they need to win both those yeah, games. They you got to win a game here somewhere. Yeah, you win one. But you didn't. And, uh-huh. I, and I can see. But it's not well, like yep. it's not like they were losing to Cleveland and Chicago. Right. Maybe they were, weren't as good as we thought. Well, that's I was about to say. Then you know, it the teams that they beat. Right. Houston, Cleveland, they didn't Chicago. Beat Buffalo. They didn't beat Buffalo that's, early. That's pretty much it, though. <clears throat> I mean, in all, really, they... They won at Baltimore. It was a nice win. They started yeah. hot. They yeah. beat and when you beat New England week one is probably at, yeah home. But, but yeah. they lost to Cincinnati and the Jets and the Vikings, three yeah. playoff level teams at the time. And they won five in a row. Then they lost five. So they won three, lost three, won five, wow. lost five. I mean, yeah. they are what they are. We just got carried away at well, eight and three. Well, at eight and three, two was an MVP candidate. Yes, he was. Wow, it could change fast in the NFL, can it? Yeah. I mean, right now, if you like, I saw earlier this year about that mark where Trevor was starting to play a little better and Tua was starting to, to, to decline a little bit. That you know, would you take Trevor or Tua? Yeah. What a ridiculous question! Now, would anybody take Tua over Trevor? I don't think so. Not let's, many. Let's go to the fair fair phone line real quick. It's Spencer before we wrap oh. things up and uh, see what he's got for us, and then we'll head off uh, towards the eight o'clock hour. We'll talk yeah. to the uh, quarterback whisperer. That's, that's true. Uh, hello, Spence. Spence, you there? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I got you. Go ahead. What's up? Okay, cool. 
So I'm all up in my feelings about Saturday night, guys. You know, it, there was this straight ascension that we were in when this franchise started. We, you know, we, we got the team, right, yep. like against all odds. And then I was waiting tables at the old L&N Seafood at the time. So I would, I would pass your old TV stadium on the way home, uh-huh. and I would see the, the taking down of the, of the old Gator Bowl, and then you had that uh, one upper deck sitting there alone as they built the stadium. There was this movement forward, and then we got a coach, and, mm-hmm. and then you know, we had the first season, and then we, we found Brunel as the quarterback in that Cleveland game that we won on Christmas Eve to knock the Browns out, right? And then, then we got some star players, then we – we made the playoffs that next year, right? There was a straight line ascension. Then we got Fred Taylor, and we started to get these superstars. And 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 then '99 happened, mm-hmm. and and not only was there a stop to the ascension, it was all due to one team. Yes, stole our and soul. There wasn't just there wasn't just a stop to the ascension. It was then a precipitous drop yes. that we have been in. For 23 years, yes. and while the football guy in me really thinks that, I mean, the Jags should really win Saturday, i got to tell you something, guys. I cannot emotionally handle, after the scarring that we have had to this, <laughs> hey, hey, E, put your finger on the delay button. This effing no. Titans team, <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right, You're I all can't right. handle it. Yeah. If it happens. I can't handle it if it happens. Well, no. well, hopefully that if doesn't come true. Uh, good good Bez, luck. I to hope, you. Good luck to your mental. I, uh, I hope health you don't drive sense. the Buckman Bridge every day. Yeah, then yeah, you'll take a hard right. <laughs> I, I, you know what has emerged here? That's not. But you I know, get it. I well, get it. That's listen, a Jag fan yeah, right there. Well, now. no, it, I it, get it. It's. It, I, I kind of echoed that earlier. Th- there's a demo here. Yeah. The demo is. Yeah. It's a generational thing. If you've been around here since the beginning, if you weren't a. A young kid when the Jags go. I mean, we're grown men when yeah, but, 1999. But, but we, but the the current Jag fans watched 99 too. Not many. Derrick Henry. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> they watched 99 too from Derrick Henry against us just a couple of years ago. Oh, oh, yeah. They hate Tennessee too. Yeah, but they that, they know not, the scars. But, but that that was we never had any stakes. No, but no. they beat us and they beat I, us well, and they beat us. So did the Colts. So do a lot of teams. Well, no, I guess. they they embarrassed That's us for and sure. embarrassed us. But, I mean, we had Deion Sanders telling everybody at halftime of a game in Nashville there shouldn't be a time. They should should contract or yeah. something. No, they should run we had a clock. like 4 yards yeah, or no, something. I hear you. <sighs> but I think though what causes you the dread, what causes the older generation dread well, sure, about this yeah. week's game is that game in particular. That particular Cuz there've been other ones too. Yeah. Hey, listen. It hadn't always been that way. The Jags' biggest, brightest, you know, debut successes have come against that Houston Oilers, which became the Tennessee Titans, right? Got our first win in franchise history mm-hmm. um, at Houston and and played the first game in franchise history against Houston. But the Titans being a thorn to the Jags goes beyond 99, and it started earlier in the 90s where they'd come down here. Samari Roll, I remember one year, picked off my – that may have been 99. But they won here mm-hmm. early season quite a few times through the years. But – we're better, and we're we're gonna we're gonna stomp that Titans mayo eaten face. That's what's gonna happen. I hope so. Uh, we'll take a break. Caller number whatever. Be kind, be courteous, and be a winner. You tell them what they're gonna win as we had to break. Oh, they're gonna give them a little nom nom gift card, a twenty five dollar gift card to Woody's Barbecue. Be kind, be courteous. Come on, somebody. You know, I thought of something that suspense was uh, bemoaning that ninety nine loss. Talked about beating Cleveland in '95. 
people may not remember, beat Bill Pelley. I've been alive forever. I don't even know this song. I'm proud to say. I wrote the very first song. Oh, so I write the songs. Yeah. I put the words and the melodies uh, together. And I'm the grandma. I am music. <laughs> And I write the song. Is this your boy, this your boy Manilow? You already know. Yeah. He saw Manilow. I write the songs <laughs> that make the whole world sing. Come on now. Uh, Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Not exactly hype man music. <laughs> I just I to bury Manilow and I knew it would make the end. Hickens saw Manilow in, in concert. Don't I did. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Me and all my friends. Yeah. The older crowd. To drag my wife to that. She's a little younger than me. That was enjoyable. Yeah. What is this? I would not want to go to a <laughs> This bear. is Manilow. Man. I wouldn't want to go to a Manilow. Bear. I'll never forget, too. I, lo- I, lo- I love the guy. He's, I described him, he, and I'll always He's say He's a diva, this. a little diva. Oh, a little, but dainty. One of the daintiest <laughs> dudes you'll ever meet. And he gets up there, and at the end of every song, like he would go, I am music, and I write the song. <laughs> throw that arm back and scream that into that mic, man. Yeah, it's <laughs> dead or alive, Barry Manilow. He's alive. Not, yeah. yeah, he is. How old is he? He's up there, man. Right. Oh, he got he probably. I mean, uh, you know, it's funny a because dainty, I would have never imagined that Barry Manilow was a dainty diva. Oh, you learned something. You wouldn't. Seventy nine. That's not that old. Did you know that? Um, did you know that he wrote? Um, well, he wrote Bandstand, right? Yeah. Come on, rocking. Yeah, da, 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 that's da, da, him. Da, 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 da. And then he also wrote, um, he wrote a ton of jingles. For other people. Uh, like a Good Neighbor, State Farm is there. That's Manilow. I'm stuck on Band-Aid, Brandon, because wow. Band-Aid stuck on me. Jeez. You deserve a break today at McDonald's. Those are his? <laughs> Those are all Manilow's. Wow. It's, it's amazing <laughs> being as a superstar performer, you would bog down and write in commercial jingles. It's making, Seems I, like you do he th- probably made more money off of that than he did yeah. off his... Hit songs. I'm surprised if he did those jingles why he didn't sing them. Yeah. Right? Maybe he didn't want to. Maybe hurt Apparently the brand. Not. Yeah, it probably would hurt the brand. Did you see the uh, Dion uh, interaction? E, did you see that on, on uh, where he kicked the kid off the team? No. Oh, it was. This is not. This is a Jackson State. And I don't know if it's a TV show that he was doing. But he this, gets, is, this is recalling something that happened a while ago? Yeah. And okay. he gets out there in front of the whole team. And he says, well, you know, we're family, and but sometimes one of our family members does something wrong. And he goes, and he starts asking the players, what do you guys think? You know, this kid, so this kid's sitting right there. Oh. Yeah, it's cringy. And he's from, he's a kid from Miami Southridge. I think he was at the U. And uh, the kid said something that was overheard by Dion, like, I hate this place, or something to that effect, okay? And so... So Dion starts asking, and like half the kids are saying, well, you know what, give him another chance. And then another, well, sometimes you got to cut out the cancer, coach. You know, so it was kind of that back and forth. He goes, all right, whoever thinks he should stay, stand up. And whoever thinks he should leave, stand up. And it was close, but it was, you know, it was weird because I think that all the whole defense wanted him gone and a lot of the offense wanted him to stay. Was he an offensive player? Yeah. yeah. And, and so, uh, so they do that, and then Dion goes, okay, go. No, go. Go right now. Go. He goes, they voted. You're out. Go. Hey. Kid got up and walked out the door. That yeah. was it. Now, the kid responded uh, as well, and he kind of explained his situation. And I, and I, I sort of, you know, at the end he did say, you know, he did say, hey, I, but I still thank Coach Prime for the opportunity. Yeah. But it was, 
And there's some dis- like, is that? I don't know. It's like a TV show. Are Is that em- the right place to do that? Him? Yeah. yeah. D- d- was it too much? I think it would depend on the infraction. Sometimes you you need a little come up and see. right. So right? depends on what he did or say. I, that seems a little harsh for just saying I hate this place. Everyone I, in the world does that about where they were. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you know, the punishment got a match. That's too the much. Yeah. yeah. If, that, if, that, if that's all, then shame on Dion. To be honest with you. Yeah. It's like I said. I don't want to miss. I pretty much characterize what happened, but um, I don't know the exact. The exact parameters behind it, but it was interesting. A uh, kid's name was Mark Pope, um, and some, you know, and he caught some. There's some backlash on both sides. Like some people said, "No, that ain't right." Some people said, "Absolutely, if you follow Dion, this is not the first player that had to answer to him." You know, so. Well, De- Dion is look. He's uh, he's he's cutthroat. Yeah, he was as a player. He was cutthroat, highest bidder, baby. I mean, mm-hmm. he would bounce between. Arch rivals, if it meant oh, yeah. more for Dion, right? Dallas and San Fran. Correct. Yeah. And then on to Baltimore from there, yeah, another. Yeah. But Dallas San Fran in particular, from Atlanta to San Fran, that was a that was that's a rivalry back then, mm-hmm. right? I mean, they were in the same division for a long time, but and he was great for Atlanta. And you saw the video from I mean, it could cer- certainly be interpreted as cold. And when he when he walked into Colorado, he got his whole team yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. Hey yep. man, I brought my suitcase. Y'all all leaving, by the way. Uh-huh. So go ahead and get your stuff together. You know, and if you're a Colorado fan, look, it's like addition by subtraction. It's like I used to say, I, this is, I'll forever remember this when it kind of dawned on me, but I'd be reading like an SEC preview, right? Mm-hmm. And they'd write up an article on Vanderbilt and talk about Vanderbilt has 17 starters returning. And, I, and, I'm, and it dawned on me, well, the good news is Vanderbilt's got 17 starters returning. The bad news is Vandy's got 17 starters returning, <laughs> right? They just mm-hmm. went one and 10. I mean, you probably don't want 17 starters returning from that, and Colorado has been among the worst teams in Division One. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It's curious to me that that's the job he chose. Maybe he needed somebody who was at the very bottom. It was going to be Dion's way only. And and if you're as personality-driven as Dion is, you probably need to have more autonomy than you would have at a big boy school. Yeah. All right, let's uh, keep it rolling, and uh, uh, we got more coming up uh, right here. We got Denny next, right? Yeah. The quarterback yeah. whisperer, so we'll, we'll talk uh, – uh, quarterback plays. We head into this this you know mammoth part of our football calendar, both the NFL concluding and going to the playoffs, and obviously we've got you know we've got a national title game in college football coming up on on Monday night as well. So uh, quarterback talk with the whisperer when we come back. It's a GFL Friday. That's green for life, uh, gang. Listen, um, formerly known as All American Roll Off. When it comes to the commercial side with uh, Green for Life, you're going to get the 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 kind of customer service. You're going to get the kind of cleanup that you need for this, you know, for your job site to look as professional as it needs to be for your clients. So make sure you're aligned with the right group, and that right group is GFL. All right, before we bring in the whisper, you know, uh, we had a call during during the 10-minute drill. I was talking about beating Cleveland twice, including the season finale, and and kept Cleveland out of the playoffs. And, uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, you might forget, that's Bill Belichick. Yeah. Who Coughlin beat twice yeah. in his expansion year. And then you look at what Coughlin did against Belichick in the two Super Bowls. Owns a- yeah, Put that did. man in the Hall of Fame. Oh, man, he doesn't get any love, does he? can't even he? get him on the damn wall. That's ridiculous. That, too. Mojo needs to be on the wall, too. Yeah. No Gotta, kidding. We need to get to, down to business on some wall, guys. Maybe getting good again, that'll stir it up. But Tom should go into media. I mean, yeah. I, the lack of respect for what Tom Coughlin did in his career <laughs> is starting to become annoying. Anyway. Let's bring in Denny Thompson, who apparently is working uh, hard this morning, early with uh, Anthony Richardson, getting him ready. I saw a mock draft this week. Had Richardson, I think, ninth to the Panthers. I know Carolina's a team you've kind of 
referenced all along, Denny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's uh, shocking how many people may need quarterbacks this year. And it's a decent free agent class and decent, you know, pretty good college class. So it, it, I think this year's draft, when it comes to quarterbacks, is going to be one of the more interesting ones. I was watching Will Levis uh, on tape the other day, just uh, in shorts, just flinging the ball. Yeah. down the field and that's I guess where they fall in love I mean that, that looked effortless and it was like 40 yard shots like on a line down the field you know and I, I it just I don't know man it's it, it's just it's a it's a tough business man trying to figure out who's gonna you know, succeed and who's not gonna succeed at the next level at the ultimate level isn't it yeah no it, I mean it is it's it's not a guess, but it's better than a guess, but it's not much better. Not I mean, much, though, is that, it? Yeah. No, it's really not. I mean, there's things that you can look and they translate and correlate, you know, everything from right. stuff on the cognitive testing side to uh, to stuff on the motion capture side to all that kind of stuff. Like, you can, you can formulate something that would give you the best chance of success, but until they get out there with those other guys that are 285 pounds faster than anything they've ever seen you, you really don't know you really just don't know how that's going to go and then you throw you know health and everything else into it and and it, it really is a scramble it's, a, it's an interesting exercise actually if i could only give you if you you get one characteristic you get one quality from your quarterback that you're working with as you said it's not a guess but it's almost a guess and then you say you look at all these different variables you get one variable what would that variable be for your quarterback would it be, you know, what, what would be the one? Uh, it would, it would, it would, wouldn't be physical. Like if you're only giving me one, I'm only giving you one and everything else is, you know, a, you know, average for that level, then it would definitely be, you know, between the years, the ability to process information mm-hmm. um, and, and everything that, you know, leadership related. So much, much like what we've seen, you know, the way Trevor has played this from a media standpoint, the leadership standpoint, Mm-hmm. through a terrible year and a half is textbook is like you can write PR books about that. Right. So this is a, this is a guy that gets it and he's got everything between the ears so that when things go wrong physically, he doesn't just tank and lose it. Right. So I think that's such an important piece of, of everything that we do. Um, that would probably be where I would start, but, but, you know, it, shortly right after that now, I mean, if you told me he's not average everything else and I'll flip my answer and it, it'll be, a strictly trait answer at that point. Is there is there one guy who had it between the ears who didn't make it? First probably, round pick? Probably a bunch. Oh, I'm, oh yeah. a bunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, you, you look at guys like, you know, to keep it local, you look at guys like Nate Peterman, who is, yeah. you know, cognitively probably one of the best guys in the NFL. Gardner right. the same way. Like, uh, you know, it's sometimes, you know, in Nate's situation, you get put into a bad situation or a weird situation, or you just don't have the physical tools that you need right. to be dominant at that level. Uh, but, yeah, I, I mean, I think there's probably a long, long list of guys that okay. between years were elite that never made it. Mm-hmm. Um, let, let's talk about some, some – this hasn't – I have a feeling this is going to be a developing storyline when this football season ends, and it involves one of our local guys, and that's Mac Jones. It. Where's Mac Jones? Is Mac Jones, a, you know, a good enough going forward starting quarterback for a title contender, Denny? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. The numbers are down. I mean, he's got 11 touchdowns, eight picks. His passer rating's 85. His QBR is about dead last in the NFL. It's And they kind of – he's lost the room, if you will. I don't know about the one that matters the most, 
but he's lost the room up there a little bit, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what's going to happen with Mac. Like, it seems like a very weird situation, and it's been a few weeks since I've talked to him. But it 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 seems like a little different situation up there uh, than what even was was there last year. Yeah. So I, you know, I, I don't really know what's going to happen. But I'll tell you this: what we're talking about between the years, Mac has every single bit of that, and he is, yeah. you know, well above average when it comes to to traits and and ability. So. Yeah, I mean, I think he's somebody, you know, he's not, I don't think he projects the way Trevor projects, right? But I think he's definitely somebody that you look at and you go, okay, this guy's going to be playing 10 years and he's going to be in the upper half of quarterback. Yeah. I, w- I wonder if there's going to, I, I kind of feel, though, that storyline is going to emerge once the season ends. And yeah, you, yeah, I agree. You know, yeah, of New England, oh, are, are we going to get a quarterback? Yeah, are they good enough? Do they, Do they get try it? to get Garoppolo Or Carr? Yeah. Who would you take, Denny, if you had a choice? You're an NFL team. Carr or Garoppolo? Pretty that, similar that guys, a, aren't they? Yeah, that's a tough one right there. I, the difference I mean, is Garoppolo is more of a winner. He also has better numbers. Cars numbers are pedestrian. Say, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think, I mean, Garoppolo just because of his record, but, I mean, man, Carr is such a beautiful thrower. He, yeah. I mean, he really is. But, yeah, I think probably Garoppolo just. Here, here's what's amazing about that. I think I'm, I'm way off the Derek Carr train. Yeah. I think he's right where he is. He's a bottom third quarterback to me. But it's funny how how much credit he still carries. Jimmy Garoppolo this year, before he got hurt, 16 touchdowns, four picks, 103 rating, fourth best in the NFL. Yeah, but Jimmy G, one thing about Jimmy G, he's never had that year where he threw 32 touchdowns, well, 35. But, t- Carr has. Well, Carr also has 24 touchdowns, 14 picks, That's and a passer rating the same as Max Jones. That's this year. Go back and look at Carr over the last few years. He's much better uh, uh, touchdown, touchdown-wise, yards-wise, those type of things that Jimmy G ever was. We have this conversation all the time yeah. with our guys. Car career is a 90, 91 uh, passer rating, mm-hmm. 217 to 99. But he's also played yeah. a lot more than Jimmy G. I'm just happened. saying, look at examine the seasons. But go ahead, Diddy. No, I was going to say, we have this conversation a lot about Carr uh, with our with our pro guys. And mm-hmm. I, I'll say this, it is unanimous with those guys. They all think he is incredible. Like, yeah. I mean, this guy's That's what I mean. talent level. And, yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it's and, uh, you know, these aren't fans. These are guys that are watching and playing against him and all that kind of stuff. And I don't know why it hasn't come together because this year they had weapons. It, it should have come They had together. weapons, Denny, and they had Josh McDaniels, who, you know, you figure, because all, all these quarterbacks seem to love Josh McDaniels when they play for him, and he couldn't get it out of car either. Here's a warning yeah. sign, too. They lost games because of him. Oh, I know. It's not like he that's was on. Right, yeah. That's the problem. That's like what happened. That's Matt Ryan's last two or three years in Atlanta. It's not just he was on a losing team. He was losing the games, or at least was too, right. you know, too much. Uh, the reason why, and it seems like that's the same with Carr to me. I, I mean, if you tell me you've got an offensive line with a, a decent, you know, decent, and then you've got, you know, Dante Adams and Josh Jacobs and Darren Waller, and and like I'm just going to assume that you already have your quarterback in place to win a Super Bowl. If you've amassed those pieces, right, and spent that money, then the assumption is you feel like you've got your quarterback, and I think. You know, he kind of showed this year to them that he's not the quarterback, and that's why the, you know, the the split happened so quickly. But I'm like, he's teaching tape. He's great to to watch. He's fun to watch. He's, but there is something that makes you go, yo, man, this, you've been doing this a long time, and it's not getting any better. Mm, yeah, for sure. Is Trevor arrived? I mean, can you put doubt? Yes. Is there any? There's no way like next year he's twenty and twelve, right? I mean, this is it. We're no. we've got we've got Burrow, Allen's, Mahomes. Right, That's- he's arrived to the point that like if they win this game tomorrow night, which fully expect they will, 
it wouldn't shock me if we have like one of those Trevor Burrow, Trevor Mahomes, Trevor Josh Allen classics like we had last year. Like I, I think Trevor is ready to just to plant his flag and go. I am a top five quarterback, and being in the top five in this era is a big deal. Sure. Like I mean, there's some dudes. So yeah, I, I am looking forward to the playoffs because I, I believe and just kind of feel, and I think we all do that if they can get a run going, they've got that game in them that we all watched two or three times last year in last year's playoffs that, that was, that's just so much fun to be a part of. Yeah. Yeah. And what is, I'm not ready to put him up there with those guys. Although in the last, you know, a few games, he's been that way. Like I, I thought he, you know, kind of, you kind of throw out last Sunday's game, Denny. I mean, you know, I, I didn't think he played well. And then I looked up and he was 17 to 21. So, but he wasn't really pushing the ball down the field. Um, he did have that pick, but I, I think this, I think we're at a year ahead of schedule with Trevor. And if they can win tomorrow night, it's just, there's so much good to come of it for this franchise because you basically have a primetime playoff game for Trevor tomorrow night for him to go through. And then if they win that, he gets another playoff game against one of those guys. Well, probably Herbert. And, and, and so, and then if you could somehow even win that game, oh my goodness gracious, then yep. you, you know, you get to go to Buffalo or Kansas city most likely. So, uh, a year ahead of schedule is kind of how I'm looking at this stuff. Yeah, the AFC playoffs are wild and oh fun. My God. So just being in it is 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 going to be so much fun if they can pull this off. But yeah. you know, you take last week, and the, the thing I appreciate about appreciate about Trevor is he does what it takes to win, and he's done that during this run that they right. had. Right. Right. If he has to throw for 150 yards in a quarter, then you know what he can do that. Yeah. If if he has to more manage the game and get them in and out of the right play calls because they jump ahead 14 and just don't screw it up. He's shown the ability to do that as well. But, mm-hmm. you know, so that, that's the thing that – and I think there will be a point where he is the ability to win the football game. So we won't see those games. Like Mahomes, there's not a game plan that Kansas City sets that doesn't have Mahomes throwing for 300 yards, right? Mm-hmm. Trevor's getting to that point where I, I got to think when you look at your game plan and it's what gives us the best chance to win, it's 16. And so everything you do revolves around 16 – and those guys that we just talked about, they were good, but they became elite, great, talked about when they made playoff runs. Some important, you know, uh, measurables like touchdowns to interception. He's just right in line with Allen and Burrow, mm-hmm. quarterback yep. rating and others. But for, to your point, Joe Burrow, year two, went to the Super Bowl. I, I guess right. my point is when I put him in that category, would, I mean, would it shock, the, shock you to death? The Jags got hot, won a couple of games, no. just like Burrow did last year? No, not at all. No, that and that's kind of – you said it easier and, and simpler than I did. That's what I was saying earlier. Like, I, if they can get in, I, I don't want to overlook this tomorrow night. Sure. But if they can get in, no, not at all. It wouldn't shock me if, if two, three weeks from now they're playing for an AFC championship. I want to know if I'm overconcerned. Well, okay, I, I guess, uh, would it shock me a little bit? Yeah. Because you're talking about well, winning. in fairness, you were shocked. We were shocked when the Bengals did it. So yeah. to that one, yeah. yeah to and that I'm point. shocked. Yeah. I'm shocked yeah. that they're where they are right now. If you'd asked me yeah. the day after Good Detroit, point. well, after Detroit so, for sure. So, yeah, good point. and then you're telling me that if you today AFC Championship, yeah, you're, you're going to have to two be of them. Herbert and and Mahomes or Burrow, and then Allen, or Allen, or, or, and th- to get to the AFC Championship, right? Yeah. And then well, be, there's it, different now. Listen, hold on. The there's, there's different levels of shock now. Yeah. Right. Right. That's true too. I, I mean, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well, here in fairness too, he's he's beaten Herbert already there yeah. by about thirty points. Yeah. You know, I don't. You know, beating Herbert here at home to me is. The expectation. That wouldn't be surprising at all. No, if the Jags no, host no, no, the Chargers, they, I think they'll win. I think not, they should win. Well, they're not going to be favored. I don't know about that. At home? Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I'm not sure. I mean, when when the Wait, who's not going to be favored, Jeff? He's saying the Jags would not be favored in that game. Oh, I think the Jags would be favored. You think the Jags would be favored over the Chargers? Yeah. I do, yeah. Okay. I mean, only because they've beaten them. You guys want to make a dime bet? No, not not on how they put it, but I, the Jags will. The Jags will be the home team. They would have won five games in a row, and they yeah. would have beaten the Chargers earlier this year. I think uh-huh. that stuff will. Now they always get a little bit of West you Coast know the, lean. You know, just so you guys know, the Chargers have won four in a row. Yeah, and okay. uh, including a two pointer at the buzzer to beat the Cardinals. Yeah. they're not. You know, you yeah. know what, Dan? You, you are right. I know nothing about the Chargers. <laughs> I, I am just saying. Right, I have a question for you guys before we run out of time. I wanted to ask Danny about a certain guy. Yeah. All right. I, I have a feeling that you know that, that my impression of demise is exaggerated, but nonetheless, who am I? What starting quarterback am I? Mm-hmm. Okay, current starter in the NFL. Okay. I have, um, uh, granted, at this point, I've, I've started five games. I've completed 56% of my passes in five starts. I have five touchdowns in five starts with three picks. My passer rating is 78, lower than, uh, you know, punters who have thrown it more than once this year. Who am I? Who am I? I have a 56% passer rating. Mm-hmm. I have five touchdowns and three picks in five starts, and my passer rating is 78.1. Who am I? I'm trying to think if we only have five stars. Yeah, right? Yeah. I'm Deshaun Watson. And holy wow. hell, I'm the worst guy in the league right now. Mm-hmm. My offense was light years better with Jacoby Brissett than it's been since I stepped in. Is this just rust? I what is it better be for I Cleveland's mean, sake. I, I didn't know. When you put it that way, that is shocking. When you put when you put it the numbers out there like that, but I'm not if I'm Cleveland, I'm not worried in yeah. the sense of get a whole off curse, season. Man. Yeah, yeah, this dude is good. So I, I still think at the end of the day, we're gonna look up, you know, in a year or two, and he's gonna be a Pro Bowl caliber player. All right, my man. Well, get back to work. We appreciate well, it. Hey, real quick, yeah. If you're not going to the game, this yeah. is the weekend. Like this is the weekend you should have called Tyson's down to security. Obviously, it's yes. too late. Oh yeah, you got your get that cave set up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I mean, we got playoffs. We got all kinds of stuff. Oh, going. next week, next weekend's gonna be awesome. Off the chain. Get those TV yeah. set up. Go, go call Tyson's down to security. Tell him that we sent you. Thank you, Danny. All right, guys. There he goes, Mr. Six Points, Denny Thompson, join us here on the program. We'll take a break in uh, the final Friday five-pack. Oh, God. I don't want to. Now, the Friday five-pack brought to you by my bookie. Bet with the best and shark coatings. Northeast Florida's expert in floor coatings. (sighs) Here we go. You know, Kat, we had an idea. Let me bring him in here. I got some issues here with the mouse pointer. There we go. You know, we're almost thinking you don't. We're almost thinking you shouldn't even pick this week. It just gonna take, well, no. In all seriousness, you're just going to take away games that we. I mean, the only matchup that matters is us. Why do I need you? Like perhaps pulling. Or, or I guess there's no logins picking the same game. I'm kidding. Yeah. All right. So hold on here. So Cat, uh, give us this, this. Forget yours. What are Dan and I again? I'm minus four. He's minus eight. You're minus four, Jeff. He is minus eight. Which right. is only two games in the standing, not four. So it's not like, Correct. you know, he's got to go five and oh, and I'd have to go 0 and five. It's but only- I feel Correct. like I need to go five and Well, 0. sure, I do too. Yeah. Trust yeah. me. I mean, I don't. I'm going to give you I'm first. scared to death. I'm going to give you first things. dibs because you lead, and that's pr- proper. Cat, yeah. you will go last. You'll go three, four hole today. Wait, what? Yeah. You're the champion. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Too bad. Yeah. So we first. want our. We want our shot at the games that we want. I have one, two, three, four, <laughs> five, six, seven, eight. Now I got ten games down, so I'm all right. So, but Jeffrey, you have the Damn, honors. Yeah. Down. 
Uh, this is a dangerous supposition that I'm going to play, considering everything that's happened, but... I'm going to ride the Bills to get on an emotional roller coaster and salt this thing away. They need it to, mm -hmm. to assure that neutral field game to, if they get that uh, far. I got it at seven. Is that right, Cap? Uh, I, I'm a little upset because I also like the Bills. Um, yeah, I had it, uh, well, last night. Let me see. I'm going to get it right. I'm a, I'm a, I'll, I'll get it live here. Hold on. Seven. Seven, seven. seven is it? Yeah. Okay, All right. I'll I'm on there. I'm on that one too, Jeff. I think the Bills are going to roll them. They're going to be so fired up. Oh, I like that. I like when you're on it because, yeah, I'm terrible and you're good at it. All right. <laughs> I'm going to go to uh, I'm going to go to a uh, game that I really like. It's my I've got it circled, so I have one, two, three. I have four circled, then I have the fifth wild card. So if I get the four I have circled, I'll be happy. Uh, but I'm going to go with the uh, Dallas Cowboys at Washington. Washington starting a rookie quarterback. Dallas is five-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah, it looks good. I'm going to take Dallas I, I, to beat Washington. I, I'm not going to lie. That was almost my – I think that spread's gone up a little bit on you, though. Here, mm -hmm. hold on. Uh, Dallas-Washington is going to bring us seven. You're going to give seven in Ooh, that game. That's fine. Cowboys minus seven. Yeah. Who is the – who is it, Sam Howell? Sam Howell. Oof. Now, was, if he I goes Jared bad. Stidham on me, I'm screwed, which yeah. he probably will. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> I was I was uh, I was contemplating that home dog there, the Commanders, uh, with that seven points. But yeah. then you showed me then you showed me Major Tutty yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> and that I, I realized something. It's actually yes, it's a tribute to the old hogs of the of the Redskin lore and all sure. that stuff. But it actually is a really good representation of DC, right? Yeah, pigs. <laughs> <laughs> the so slop. It's perfect. It's a slop of yeah. DC. Like, yeah, they that's it fair. Perfect. So I'm, I'm like, okay, it's actually a good good character now. No, I can't take the Redskins. So let's just start this off, folks. Everybody knows where I'm going with this one. Let's start the first pick with Duel. Yes. Give me the Jags, baby. I'm riding them all the way through this. All right. Uh, and then to follow it up, I was going to go with Buffalo as my second pick because, I, again, I think they're going to be so charged up. Um, I will bet you, I'll, I'll tell you this right now, I will bet you Jamar Hamlin makes a video appearance on the board uh, up in Buffalo for this game. And, like, you want to talk about a special moment to see, that's going to be incredible to watch. So, All right, your uh, second pick. Second pick, I'm taking the Jets. Jets. To uh, beat the Dolphins because we need that to happen. So I'm trying to will these things to happen. Give me the Jets plus two. Jets plus two. That's correct. I want to stay in the NFC East. I'm going to take the uh, New York football Giants. I don't know what Dayball is going to do, but I don't know. Hertz is going to try to play, but it's 14 points. That's a lot of points for a rivalry <laughs> game. So I'll take the Giants plus 14 against Philly. All right. Um, there are always lines that confuse you that the, the Denver Broncos have been an absolute sugar show all year long I expect them to whimper out of the season with mm -hmm. nothing good to show for it mm -hmm. uh, the Chargers still with designs on you know the playoffs and they're I, by all accounts are going to play Herbert they're getting two and a half in Denver I'll take the Chargers plus two and a half mm. Both back to back picks you guys are, are snagging that I uh, like good um, well, that's a good sign I have another one yeah don't I yes Okay, my second one. <laughs> this could be a mistake, but I, I just feel like the way the 49ers play football mm -hmm. and the fact that Purdy needs to play, mm -hmm. I'm going to lay 14 points hosting the Cardinals in whatever 
beer vendor they grabbed from Section 4 to play quarterback. Yeah. It's a lot of points, and I, I just feel like this game could be like 27-0. I feel like if I took the Cardinals, I would be sitting there. It would be 21 nothing with three minutes going to happen. I'd be like, why? So, I like that one, too. I'm going to lay a big spread. I'm going to take – That's on my board. I'm going to take the Niners minus 14. Unless they're going to bounce back. They didn't, Their defense played crappy a week ago, so. All right. All right, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go with Mr. One Score and just hope it's a touchdown. I, I can't again. Um, this is going against the grain a little bit, but I mean, with all due respect to Nate Peterman, man, I can't go with the Chicago Bears. I'm gonna take the Vikes. I got them at five and a half. I don't know what the line uh, is right it's now. Seven and a half. Is it seven and a half? Yeah. Well, they know it too. Yeah. Why? Well, I locked into these last night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you go, got to go to my bookie, which was what we used. Yeah, I know. Um, all right. You still um, want it or no? Or do you want to ask me what a spread of another game is, or do you want to take that one? What are the Packers at home? The yeah, Packers at home, I believe, were four and a half. Let me yeah, just double check. I, it. I got four and a half Packers at home. I'm going to take Green Bay instead of the Vikes. All right, I had that one. So, you know, Alrighty. you and I agreeing on anything, oh, by the way, disaster. is far from confidence-inspiring. It's not good. The uh, the Charger, that Charger game, yeah, they, they're they expecting the Ravens to win and the Chargers to lay down. But um, I think you're right there, Dan, I think, or Jeff. I think that's All like right. a six. Uh, I'm going – I'm going to go crazy here. Uh, it's the only college game. Um, I heard you guys talking yesterday. I heard everybody saying Georgia's going to roll and all this and that. But this is reminding me eerily of USC-Texas. Okay. Everyone thought Reggie Bush and them were going to roll them. And Texas, with that quarterback, with Vince Young, and I think Mad Max is the same type of guy who's going to put that team on his back, and they're going to cover 12 and a half points. And I'm even going to call it here. They shocked the world and win the national championship, TCU. I did see this was interesting. The last two f- biggest favorites, one was FSU, the other was o- Miami over Ohio State, and the underdog not only covered one both times. The last time the favorites were um, – this big. Let me just double. T- it's 13 you're going to get them at. So I'll give you an extra okay, half. Excellent. I'll take that. TCU plus. I, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm not going to play that one. I just, man, I, I don't know. Anyway. But I apologize to my Georgia friends, Carlos, Travis. I apologize. You're not to you apologize guys. to those jokers. They've had enough success. Moving on. Thank you. I'm sorry. Um, all right. And then uh, my next pick there, I'm going to go with this is crazy. There's another one of those lines. Falcons have nothing to play for. They're a four-point favorite over Tom Brady and the Bucks. Tom Brady's going for another record. We also know Tom Brady doesn't quit on checkers, much less his possibly last NFL regular season game ever. Give me Brady plus four against the Falcons. The Falcons giving points to anyone in any circumstance seems odd to me. It's not. Isn't it weird? That's a strange line. All right, Hick. To me? How many have I picked so far? You pick three. You're going to pick one, then I'm going to pick two to close her out, then you're going to pick one, and then Kat's going to pick one. I'm going to take um, – this is another – this is a shot in the dark, and neither of you will like it, but I'm going to take the – I'm going to take the Baltimore Ravens. Plus seven? Seven and a half is what I saw. I got a seven. Ah, dang, man. Come on. Ravens plus seven? You still right. sticking with them? Yeah. I'll take Baltimore plus seven. I think these have changed since last night because I think I did look at that Maybe, site. That might be. I, I, I mean, it's certainly possible. Yeah. Gosh, I, now I have to make two picks, and i got to be honest. I, I'm not in love with anything I see on my board right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, I'm going to roll out a total. Every every Raiders game I watch is 34-31. <laughs> 
I'm going to play the over 52. Let me double check what the number is. Uh, it's either 52 or 52 and a half. I'm going to play the over, though, in the Raiders-Kansas City game. It's 52 and a half. Mm-hmm. I know Cat hates the uh, overplays. They're sucker plays. I don't know. We'll see. Kansas City. Right. Can't, but here, I got one more. Kansas City, though, is they need to win. You know, it's like I, they can't just sit my homes. I, I don't know. I just I hope it's a high scoring game. That's all I hope. And I got one more left. <sighs> I got one more left, and I and I just again, I just don't love a thing here. <sighs> and this is not the result I want. Hopefully, it won't matter. But man, the Steelers giving two and a half at home. They're playing good. It matters. It's a field goal. I'm taking the Steelers minus two and a half. Well, I'm in the I'm in the books, boys. Well, you just took two off my board. Oh! Over? You were gonna play that? Yeah. Wow. This is not good, friend. We are just you know. Yeah, we're gonna go. We've had a lot of the same. We ones. might go zero and ten together. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had the Jets plus two. I had Sam Fran minus fourteen. I didn't get that. Yeah. Uh, I <laughs> guess I'll go. It doesn't matter. What a battle of attrition we're in. Yeah. We're the last, the most important week of the year. say the Vikings are seven or seven and a half. We're going to go, I guess. Uh, I believe it ended up at seven and a half. Uh, stand by. Waka, waka. Seven and a half. I'll take that anyway. Vikings minus seven and a half. I like that. I wouldn't have, that half a point would not have scared me. That's where I'm at. The Bears are terrible. All right. It all uh, comes down to that. What we need is a big Kansas City 21 Vegas 20 to start the day tomorrow. <laughs> what I need, no, what I, what I need is the Vikings to look at the standings and realize this doesn't matter for anything. We're sitting everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Kat, your last right. pick. My last pick, uh, I'm, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with those soft LA Rams laying down. Yeah, I had that one. Maybe I should have picked it since Kat did. He gets them more right than we do. Yeah. All right, Rams going, plus battle. six. I'm going Seattle to cover that. The Rams are soft. Oh, you got Seattle. Okay, good. I'm taking Seattle. All right, yeah. I'm are taking you... Seattle to pull the Rams because I want to see the Rams lose. Well, I know you love the. Uh, I know you you love the dog. That's why I was thinking when you when you said Rams first. Uh, just five and a half. Seattle minus five and a half. Normally, I would like the dog there, but the, when the dog is from L.A., yeah, those soft pansies, they're going to quit. Oh, nice. Cat, so, uh, we'll honor you as champion next week, and we'll have some spin the wheel ideas as well for most likely me, but we shall see. Uh, going forward. Hey, can you guys reply to text this weekend? I'm going to have some fun. Yeah, please do. Perhaps. Have at it. Depends on what kind of mood I'm in. Can't be talking to himself in a text message. He is, doesn't he? <laughs> he fires and fires and fires. And it's Nobody answers. <laughs> Nobody answers. Yeah, man, I'm a busy man. Uh. Dad, I'm in, the dark, I'm in dark despair. I'm not in the yeah, mood when, yeah. I, when I watch Skylar Thompson take it down the uh-huh. field and put one in the end zone Noice. against the Patriots Oof. defense. Oof. That's sorry, okay? <laughs> All right. Sorry. All right, Cat. Good luck this weekend. We'll Get out of here. There he goes. That's the Cat. The fri- final Friday five-pack is in the Thank books. Thank God. If I can just go three and two, I can at least make it to a shootout. That's what I'm looking for. I don't want – I'm not looking to go five and oh, four and one. If I go three and two, it'll at least force Dan to go five and oh to get me to PKs. We'll see. Hey, um, Jacksonville Iceman up and rolling, I should say skating, and we're going to start a weekly – uh, feature on our pro hockey team. That'll start in the 9 o'clock hour here today, so uh, stick around for that. Puck talk! Um, meanwhile, we'll come back with more on a GFL Friday. That's Green for Life. All right. Hurtling towards the 
Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock hour. <clears throat> a little choked up there. They are painting the end zones teal, by the way. Well, the fans are getting what they asked for. They keep asking for this. They, yeah. they basically put it to vote, didn't they? The, yeah. uni- the uniform combo. Yeah. yeah. And I, again, I, I don't know if I've seen it explicitly um, requested, but it seems like wearing teal this week would make sense. Did you hear what happened to Peyton Hillis? No. Yeah. No, 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 no. What happened? Well, hot. he tried to save some kids from drowning. Is very- not some kids, his kids. His kids. Yeah. Okay. And it's uh, he's in ICU. Um, where where did this happen? Is he in Florida? It, uh, the article said Pensacola. Yeah. Uh, he's reportedly hospitalized after a swimming accident where he saved his kids from drowning. Peyton remains in intensive care uh, for treatment on his lungs and kidneys. Doctors do say his health is improving, according to his uncle. Uh, Hill's, Hill's kids are said to be safe and healthy. Uh, Peyton Hills was in Pensacola when the accident happened. I don't know if it was, was it in a pool or a- Yeah, that, the way the article reads, it doesn't sound like it was a pool. It sounded like maybe like a, a jet ski a or, or something. Uh, yeah, yeah, something. Uh, the, uh, was in Pensacola where the accident happened and he was helicoptered to the hospital and remains unconscious in the ICU. Well, there's another NFL player to, to pray for. There were posts on social media indicating that Hillis was in critical condition. His uncle wrote on Facebook... His nephew's condition is improving. He's got a little boy and a little girl in the pictures here. Uh, his uncle said, I just want to let everyone in Razorback Nation know Peyton is doing better. He's still in intensive care, having some problem with his kidneys and his lungs, but the doctors say he's improving. Just wanted to head off any rumors that may be started. Um, he appreciates all the prayers on his behalf. Uh, seven-year career in the NFL. He was, boy, he's a big deal at Arkansas, right? Uh, Broncos, Browns, Chiefs, Giants. Madden cover. Madden cover had a great one, great one, really good year in Cleveland. He had 1177 yards and 11 touchdowns, and um, caught 61 balls that year as well. So <laughs> he was, yeah, it was, yeah, he had the one unbelievable year. I think yeah. he got injured. I think he had a knee injury. Yeah, but anyway, hopefully he will pull through. The, he, uh, I don't know where or how or, but that's what yeah. it sounds like. It's a lake. I couldn't imagine it being a pool. Yeah, they, they, it Here's doesn't sound deal. like they just fell in the pool. Yeah. Well, here the thing about a lake though is now that. I know the, maybe the air temp warms up a little bit during this time, but it's I, any lake or ocean water over there is going to be nippy. cold. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, beyond swimming cold. So I don't know. Who knows? Have you followed any of this uh, uh, this Idaho murders? I have. And this guy that they, they yeah. got? Yeah, I have one big question that no one seems to be asking, I guess, out of sensitivity. But Why didn't she call? Hey, baby, you saw this eight hours ago. Maybe save a couple of them and make a phone call. Well, it was too late to save them. But no, who knows? Yeah. You don't know that. Who knows if one of them was still yeah, alive? She, that is weird. She let the dude walk out, and they called the the police eight hours later. Yeah, unacceptable. I mean, I, again, I'm, God forbid the tragedy and the trauma that they went if through, but still, you got to act there. Well, if you're too scared to go out of the room, call the nine one one. Exactly. And maybe it's just a false alarm. I mean but. it. I think they could have saved lives. You don't know. It's yeah. not easy to stab a person to death, Dan. It's yeah. e- they may bleed out and ultimately die. Ugh. But I would seriously question. If she saw this dude leave at 4:45, if she calls right then, and I'm not sure that one of the four maybe survives. I'm not sure the the uh, thought process of him, like I don't know if he said he hasn't done it or didn't do it. His family well, kind of, well, but I mean they got him no, dead to yeah, rights. He's dead to rights. He, of course he got he DNA did it. on the on the thing. The they got his car. He's I mean, a yeah. monster. He's a psycho. He's a loser. Yeah, they ought to just you know guys like that. They ought to just let the four dads take care of. Yeah. Here you go, boys. Here's a room. Yeah. Do what you will. Yeah. It's just gross. But, I mean, I'm sorry, man. Even if you go into shock, that's just. Well, you don't go to bed. 
Eight hours? Yeah, and then they made it sound like no one hurt. Like, initially, the report was no, and maybe they were doing this to keep the killer off of the yeah. story, but then they made it act like, you know, no one even knew anything till 1130 the next morning. Yeah, you you heard it happen. Call then. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know what you kind of questions you face. And by the way, they cleared those girls publicly, but who knows if there's not some suspicion around that. Oh, that's good. Let me get this straight. You saw this happen eight hours ago and you didn't call? I didn't and I haven't have you seen that even broached yeah. in an yeah. article? Yeah. What are, what are they are they taking her to task for that? How well, they being? asked the question. Why what what why and didn't you do it? Is there an answer? Not yet. Not yet. Well, I'm sure there is to the authorities, but not to us. I, I thought it was I thought I mean, again, it's a terrible situation. I don't, yeah, I don't I know. minimize the shock, but I mean at some point as a grown person yeah you got to take a little more responsibility than going and hiding under the bed yeah. uh let's go to the uh, fair and fair phone line tony wants to chime in uh and we'll talk to him and we'll head towards the nine o'clock hour get some puck talk in coming up what do you got tone hey good morning how you doing guys good. hey uh congratulations to jags hey my son's really happy uh, he's a big jazz fan we, we root for him on, on saturday night uh but i just wanted to just ask what what would your opinions to be about the uh fairness of the the game uh, they put out a rule last night. Ian Rapport said that uh, that certain teams would change, like Kansas City will affect Kansas City, and definitely felt Baltimore because we had a chance to, to win the division. But here's the deal: we got to beat Cincinnati in Cincinnati this weekend, and then they got, and then if we beat them, and then if we have the same seating, then we have to be decided by a coin toss, yeah. which is 50-50. Right. But I say, but but to me, I say this: that Cincinnati, they say they already. Put Cincinnati as one of the division. I don't know how that, that that could be. Why won't they let do a winner for take all at this game this weekend? Well, because they've because got Cincinnati. because you can't catch them on the loss column. You have more too. You have too many losses. The Reds, the, the Ravens have six losses already. The Bengals only have four. So if you beat them, this okay. Week, but 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 my, my my question to you is that game was taken away from us. I get the it. Buffalo no, 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 okay. no, nothing was taken away from Baltimore. It was taken. Cincinnati would argue it was taken away from us. We'd be resting all our guys this week. To be honest with you, as with no dog in the fight, Tony, I'd say the Ravens come out pretty good being able to host a game against the Bengals in the playoffs, considering if they that had happens. Yeah, yeah. That's considering they had one more loss than them. But yeah. I get your point but, as, as well. But, 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 but the fact the fact of the matter is, is that I know Bengals beat. Kansas City, they beat everybody else, but they, they'll beat us once. And we beat them twice. Then we go around, we win the game. Say this, the coin toss, we go back to Cincinnati, and we play them again. So that's yeah. playing one team three times in a row, and then we beat them. They did not They yeah. did not. But you really lost, but you lost, the, the you, you lost games that they didn't also. They also, I mean, they could turn the – the thing about the NFL is those head-to-head should, don't and shouldn't matter as much because everybody is so good. And to me – I would give extra credit to Cincinnati for having beaten Buffalo and Kansas City, the obvious two best teams in the yeah. conference. That's not that. I hear you. Thank you, Tony. Anyway, yeah. Appreciate it. We'll head to break. 9 o'clock nasty coming up, plus puck talk. It's all right here on The Drill. All right, little ice ice baby. We have a lot more, you know, sporting endeavors around here than our Jaguars. And, you know, the Jacksonville Icemen have certainly enjoyed their successes. Uh, to oh, this point. Nick, saying hockey. Let's do that <laughs> hockey. Off Thank to another good start. Yeah, let's talk to Nick Luco right now and uh, catch up with him on the Farrah Farrah phone line. Coach, how you doing, man? Good, guys. How you doing? Happy New Year. Thank Happy you. New Year you to you. Too. You got a nice uh, little Friday, Saturday now. You guys, if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, kind of we, we changed the time tomorrow, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. So we bumped up to 1 p.m. tomorrow. Um, so 
they're calling it the Duval doubleheader. I like so it. Yeah. Fired up about that. And by the way, if you're looking for um, something, if you want to go downtown and hang out, man, go watch the ice. Yeah. They get big crowds. I went down there a couple weeks ago. Had a great time. It's awesome. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Is it, how's that on the how's that on the boys' legs? Play tonight and then turn around and play at one. Is that a tough turnaround or no? Um, yeah, it can be a little bit, but I think the guys would rather that than have an off day and play Sunday. I think some guys are going to okay. go to the game tomorrow night, so <laughs> um, they'd rather get the game at one. Hopefully, uh, we'll get some Jags tailgaters to stop in for a couple hours and watch us play, and then head over to the football game. Now, the game I went to, you you kicked the holy hell out of. Uh... Out of uh, that team up there, the Ghost Pirates, the the that squad, uh, uh, and 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 looked much better than they are. And you guys are play, you, you've had some good winning streaks, and and yet in the division, you got a tough division here in the uh, in, in 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 the league. I mean, this is a, a you guys are are doing great, but you're I think like five points separate like four teams. Is that is that correct? Yeah, yeah, we're uh, so we've been. 10-1-1 and one in our last 12 here. Yeah. We're still not in a playoff spot at the end of the That's day. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, five five points out of first place with two games in hand. So it's our division's a gauntlet. Yeah. It's going to be yeah. uh, it's gonna be crazy coming down the stretch here. So uh, every game matters every night. we got to be ready to go. And I ask, I have one stat question. This is a dumb question, Coach, so please bear with us. We're not hockey experts, although we try to pretend we are. But I, was, I don't. I was, <laughs> I was looking at uh, – I was looking at your your goalies, uh, and and the goals against average, I think for three goalies who have played for you. Correct me if I'm wrong, and it was like two point five five, two point five six, and two point five seven. Is that correct? Does that sound accurate uh, to you? Yeah, sounds sounds accurate. We're one of the better defensive teams in the league. Uh-huh. I know uh, we lead the league in uh, a few shots against, so um, we take pride in our in uh-huh. our defensive game. Um, and we got great goalies, so um, they've all been playing pretty well for us. Yeah. Um, so we're – how far along are we in the season? I think you guys are like 18 and 10 and whatever. What? How how long is the season? It goes into what? Uh, so we'll, we'll finish mid-April. Yeah. Mid-April. So we're, almost yeah. at the, we're almost at the halfway mark. Almost halfway. Uh, we got all, all-star break in a couple weeks, so it's going by fast. Like after – you know, I think you get through – January and February, what we call the dog days, and then next thing you know, it's March and it's almost playoff time. So, um, season's flying by pretty quick. We're talking to uh, Coach Nick Luco of the Jacksonville Ice. Uh, Coach, is it just um, like like bad timing, bad luck? How strong your division is? I mean, I, that's amazing that the worst team in your division oh, yeah. is ten and sixteen. I They're mean, you go, really you know, you go up, you go up a couple. I got a five and twenty-four, nine and fifteen. <laughs> you go down a couple. I got a six and fourteen, some twelve and thirteen, ten and seventeen, eleven and eighteen. And here you are in a division that looks like it would be by far the 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 toughest in the league. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, I don't know what to think of it. It's yeah. um, you know, there's some pretty good teams uh, from a historical standpoint in our division. I don't know if it's just one of those years that maybe guys just want to go down and play in the South now and get away from the cold winters up North. Uh-huh. I don't know what it is, but it's, uh, yeah, it's crazy this year. It's uh, pretty intense. Um, how are we doing? Uh, uh, I was looking at, uh, number 22, N- Nazarian, Nazarian leading. He's your leading yeah, goal. Yeah. He's your leading goal scorer this year has played well for you guys. Uh, how do you, how, how are you looking with uh, offensively? You talked about defensively. You feel good about where your offense is? 
Yes, I think over the last month, month and a half, uh, if you look at when we've been on this little run here, it's someone someone different stepping up every night. Um, you know, Naz has been scoring. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luke Lynch is he was on a pretty long point streak there mm-hmm. uh, last week, and Brendan Harris had a hat trick uh, last Sunday. So, oh, I love a hat trick. Uh, we love we love our depth up front uh, and on the back end. So I think in order to win in any league, you need depth. Um, so we're pretty happy with where we're at right now. Did you notice the parent club beat Le Habitant last night? Did you know? Did you yeah, see that? Big yeah. Okay. Just making yeah. sure you're on on top of that. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> uh, it's still a big home ice advantage for for Jacksonville. Still a great Hell crowd, yes! right? Good crowds, great oh, crowds. I went on a, like a Wednesday night process, and there was seventy five hundred in there. Uh, Jacksonville, the um, well, this was I guess twenty one, twenty two, uh, average over six thousand, was third and. Yeah, and all the ECHL. I'm yeah. assuming some of the same, and that matters, right, Coach? Especially when so many of your rivals are probably still playing in front of just a couple grand, you know, maybe three, four grand sometimes for their for their home games. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's been huge for us. I think um, you're talking about the Wednesdays. There, our last two Wednesdays have been the best two we've ever had. Oh, uh, good. Seven, eight, eight thousand people yeah. in the stands on a Wednesday night. Like that's that's insane for minor minor league sports. So. Um, I think it's just the hockey community in the area is growing, and for those who don't know much about hockey, once we get them to a game, they want to come back. So, oh yeah, um, it's 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 been awesome to be a part of. I, I, in fact, I'm now. I was looking at last year's. I've now found this year's stats. Mm-hmm. Average home attendance for the Iceman this yeah. year. Seven thousand one hundred eighty-seven. Oh, it's, it's tremendous. I was, I was a lot of fun. The fans are very engaged too. There's a lot of cheering. They have a lot of chance that yeah. they do. It's kind of it's kind of and, and it's also that's that's third. It's third best, and again, Toledo, Fort Wayne have been around for a while. Those are hockey towns, right, yeah. in the Midwest. So, yeah. uh, And the, right. the Ghost Pirates you talked about, Savannah, it's, yeah. it's kind of taken hold there, too, 6,800. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, good. Awesome. You're on a middle I, of, I, I'm not sure I like the owner. You're on a win the, streak. Hey, Coach, I'm not sure I like the owner of the Ghost Pirates. I like the owner of the Iceman a lot better. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I like to call him <laughs> our, our, well, our, ugly, uh, our ugly stepbrother up there in Savannah. <laughs> I don't get it. You'll get it later. Okay. Hey, right. uh, we need another 10-1-1 then. Let's keep it rolling. Let's chase down got these it, teams. Hey, got a homestand going on. So yeah. get out and enjoy the Iceman and yeah. continued success. And we're going to make this a regular. We'll keep yeah. you up uh, to date on the Iceman schedule as we head into the second half of the season uh, with Coach Luco. Thank you, Coach. Thanks, Coach. Yeah, thanks, guys. Looking forward to it. All, All right, too. absolutely. Good dude. Great. Been a with a real, yeah. real nice. It was, a, it was a player himself. Oh, yeah. Messes around with us, too. He knows we're idiots. So uh, That's what's his, what's his right. Yeah. And Orlando, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, you, if you haven't gone, you need to go because it's I, a lot of fun, man. I mean, it, it's 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 very interactive. And I'm telling you, if you're looking for something to do tomorrow and you don't want to get liquored up too early, go to watch the Iceman at one o'clock. Yeah, that'd be fun. Go hang out I'm there. I'm not kidding. I'm telling you. Yeah, then you're you're, you're there till three thirty or four, and then you know, then go get liquored up. Then um, go get liquored up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a Duval doubleheader, and then you can go hang out with some of the boys as they go over to watch the Jags play tomorrow night. I, I, you know, a lot of times the stories of a league or a sports popularity are exaggerated depending on the circumstance. There's something to hockey. I mean, I, Jacksonville is getting seven grand a night. Savannah's getting seven grand a night. Yeah. Orlando, the Solar Bears have never been a huge draw down there. They're getting six grand a night. I mean, this is minor league sports and pretty big towns getting. I mean, there's NBA games this year that'll get eight grand. You know, it's. Like I said, it's it's affordable fun, you know, yeah. and it's 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 a little bit different. Like my wife enjoyed it. Yeah, you know, I, like we I, went down I don't there. go enough. I, yeah. I enjoy it, and we just don't go enough. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a point to do and it. And it's not it's 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 you can it's it's not 
like packed to the gills in which you're battling with people. You got a little room to spread out and enjoy the game, but yet there's a good crowd and it's raucous. And like I said, they got a bunch of stuff going on in the stands throughout. And they do a, except for Massa and Arley, they do a terrific job down there. <laughs> uh, a couple of friends <laughs> in the program. Uh, by the way, they are encouraging a teal out. I see the, the mayor has, has tweeted that out. That's, That's today. Other, yeah, so, yeah, they got them all out. So, yeah, we're trying to get everyone in teal for the game coming up this weekend as a show of support and this prime timer against the AFC South. I would I would ask this, too, with a night game, this is more manageable. I, and, again, I, you know, quibbling maybe. Mm-hmm. I'd like everyone in their seats when that kickoff comes, baby. Let's get that home field advantage right on top of the field from the get-go. And um, it, it could matter, right? It could matter. What a, what a huge game coming up for, for the Jags. You know, I was thinking about this and Trevor and his development this year mm-hmm. and his ability to handle this big moment because of the big moments he's had in the past, right? Yeah. And this kid won a national championship over perennial power Alabama as a freshman. Oh, yeah. I wonder if you ask some superstars if they could go back and relive one athletic event, what it would be. Like, if you try to get Tom Brady to narrow it down, to go relive, you can It'd relive for one, him. right? Do you think it would be the Falcons game because of the comeback? Would it be the first Maybe one the because first of one. the? I don't know. You know, Trevor, I'm guessing it would be that national championship game. Yeah. Right? For sure. And anyone can think about that. Like, you know, you or E.T. or me, if yeah. you could go back at one point in your life, no matter what the level was. For some people, it may be six-year-old soccer. For others, it might be By the, way, know, the I NFL. S- I saw that, uh, speaking of that, I know you're, you're still chasing that Hole in one. I saw yeah. Jessica Blaylock's dad had one over at oh, Hidden Hills yesterday. Nice. So good shout him. out to him. I saw something worse. I saw something, something on worse. Like, yeah, something worse. I thought that was good. Oh, no, that's bad. Uh, I saw something a couple of weeks ago <laughs> where a dude had a hole in one on number three and number five the same day at a golf course. Part three is number three, bang. Part three, number five, Correct. bang. Yeah. Back to back in the same uh, stinking day. Now, you've heard of guys. Are you on the same hole? You'll get a hole in one at some uh, point. Probably. Yeah, but it's frustrating a little bit. Nah, I mean, I'd like to get it. It'd be fun to have one. Yeah. It's not like I leave every golf round thinking, well, I didn't get right, a hole in one. Right. Right. But I've come so close, Hick. It's yeah. just luck, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you got to yeah. be good enough to get it around the hole. I want you need some uh, luck, you know? God, who was it? It was. I've been awfully lucky in my life. Maybe I, God's not going to give me that one. I, I watched don't know. a. Um, ah, who was it? Is an Englishman. And he was at a course. They set him up, mic'd him, everything, and he was going to hit 500 balls. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Okay, I saw that on YouTube. It was, yeah, it was uh, a bland. Does that sound no, right? He's well. He, I've seen other people do it. it. That bland is older. I think no. this was a younger guy. It was, it was a younger, younger guy. guy. I know who it is. It's, and so uh, and so, and then he is all around it. And he's now he got to the point where he figured out I've got to land it here to have a chance for it to go in. Yeah. Did he finally make it at yeah. the very very end? No, it wasn't the very end. It was like it was like. 187 ball or something or uh but yeah it was it was fun to watch and and oh my god he was getting so mad though <laughs> I know he was yeah because he was really missing it and beginning. when he won he went the 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 tee box was up on a hill yeah and he ran down the hill so excited um uh it was good man I think he was at what, what do they call the European tour now DP yeah the DP tour I think it was a DP tour player uh I, I'm lo- I'm looking at top European guard. I, I will know the name. It's a name I had heard. It's just not a Robert McIntyre. That's who it is. It's Robert McIntyre of yeah. Scotland. He's a participant in one of Golf World's most torturous online challenges, Chase the Ace. The 26-year-old. Hey, we could put that on the wheel for you one day. During the whole show for four hours, you could go to it. We'll put you at a par three. Okay. Give you buckets of balls and make you oh. get a hole in one. Oh, man, my hands would be bleeding, but I'll do it. The 24, 26-year-old lefty was given 500 balls to make an ace on number eight. Altos Golf Club in Portugal, and uh, he did make it. 
Well, I don't it's got the, the key to making it. I mean, they can give you 100 shots from 212 yards. If you're going to be any sort of, you need like 150 yard shot. That was a fair shot. Yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah. And it had, it, it, like I said, it, I think he figured out if I hit to the right and juice it back, it's my best chance. Yeah, right. He and did figure that out. Was he lefty? Either? Yeah, he was yeah. lefty. Yeah, and he was he was good. Let's well, yeah, see when he made it here. Hold on, I got. I'm I'm rolling through the video. Yeah, I watched that. It was I, you know, I thought it was like on up there in the three hundreds at least, but I Let's could be wrong. See where it was. I mean, I've seen people there's do that. the one he makes. He does he does the um, Tyson Campbell horse ride when he made it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he but did. We learned that was a bull he was riding. Oh, was it? Yeah, that was a bull. He said so. Shot one hundred three. One hundred three. I did it pretty quick. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I tell you what's. Fr- I tell you, I will say this is frustrating. Uh huh. Back, back to me and the uh-huh. quest for the Holy Grail, which is a hole in one. Yes. You know, I've holed now three shots from 150 yards out from the fairway. Right. I've yeah. made eagles. Yeah. You know, eagle twos. I've made more than once, and I'm not talking about you know chip ins from 80. I mean, mm-hmm. long shots yeah, from yeah. 150 to 170 yards. I yeah. would just wish one of those would fall on a par three rather. And I've also had a terrible run of luck slash. You know, maybe it's good luck, but like in the last year, I've put three within six inches. Mm. That's also frustrating. That gets a little frustrating. A little bit, but you know, whatever. I love to play. If it goes in, it goes in. Usually, I, when you hit the stick, it's not going in, right? That depends. I mean, if you hit it perfect, sometimes it'll knock it off. If you hit it perfect, it'll drop it down in. You know, doink. But you know, my dad's got two, and my golf buddies all have them pretty much. Mm. Mm. I'm a loser, just like the five um. pack. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, defensive player of the year, please. In the NFL? Yeah. Slam dunk, right? For the winner this year? Micah? Nope. Well, maybe it's not a slam dunk if he said oh, Micah. Sauce? Nope. No. Well, Nick Bosa, Bosa, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think Nick Bosa is a runaway. Just because he has the most? Well, he's just been. He leads in sacks, I That's think. the best defense. He's the best player on the best defense. Yeah. So, with all due respect to Micah, he's four and a half sacks behind. Uh, Nick Bosa in 15 games has 17 and a half sacks. Hassan Reddick has had a quietly great year for Philadelphia. Yeah, it seems like when a team flares up and they're better than you think they're going to be, there's always a player like and the Hassan guy, Reddick. And the best free agent signing from two years ago, Matthew Judon, has been unbelievably Terrific. good yeah. in New England. Yeah, keeping he them alive. He has 15 and a half. Miles Garrett, a quiet 15. Uh, Chris Jones at Kansas City, who's a defensive tackle, has 13. He's sort of Aaron Donald this mm-hmm. year. Um, Brian Burns at Carolina has had a great year. Uh, Alex Highsmith has 12 sacks. Quinnen Williams, also a DT, has 12 sacks. Those are impressive, man. I've determined what the you most— You know who's a free agent again next year, by the way? This, I don't know how this—he's going to be at his, like, 12th Jan. <laughs> Jan is a free agent again this year. Jan missed the end of the season with, a like, a he's out. throat injury or yeah. something? He's got nine and a half sacks, though. I know. He's a little nine, ten-sack guy, isn't he? But he's—he is going to be on— it's unbelievable, man. He moves a lot. There's a, I mean, he's been what the Ra- Raiders, Ravens, Vikings, Colts. Jags, Colts. Is that Jacksonville, it? Minnesota, Baltimore, Vegas, Indy. One, two, three, five teams in five years. Yeah, and he's going to mm. be a free agent again. Uh, so I, when you when you people complain about the Jags letting letting Jan go, everyone lets him go. There's got to be. Oh, that was to okay it. to let him go. No, but I, the last two years he's had ten and nine and a half. He's going to get a deal. Yeah, well, that'd be, or he'll just take another one year deal. Maybe yeah. that's what he likes. I'll give you another guy who you look up at the end of the year. He's got between seven and ten. It's Dante. Still, yeah. huh? Dante Fowler Jr. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what he has this year, but I do know that I've seen him. Eighteen guys have double digit sacks this year, though. Eighteen guys, eighteen where, football players. Where are we at? Let me see. Where Where is the uh, Personal Fowler? Yeah, where is Personal Fowler this year? He's down a little bit this year. Yeah, personal. Maybe Fowler. over, over. Uh, Can't find him. 
overquoted him. Aiden Hutchinson, by the way, seven and a half sacks and three picks. Yeah. And I, the most unbelievable is when they lined him up at corner that. <laughs> Couldn't believe it. What was that? I thought it was a joke. What was I that? It was a joke, you had to go but, look at it. You're yeah. reading it, and you're like, wait a minute, what? Is and it, you go, it's a trick play? Like, yeah. what's going on? A you trick go play look, and the guy's like, looks like some sort of gazelle out there, man. That guy is an athlete. Too. I mean, I understand Trayvon Walker is a freak of nature, but Aiden Hutchinson, I guess the short arms got him, but he's sort of a freak too, man. Like, yeah. I think you could put him on offense and throw him a football and he'd catch it and run. I, I could see him playing yeah. tight. Yeah, Fowler has six for the Cowboys, which isn't bad, he, but really he only had – he had eight and 17 for the Jags. You know you know the – 11 and a half for the Rams one year. You know the rookie who has – But only 41. You know the rookie who has the most sacks for the Detroit Lions, though? No. It ain't Aiden that, Hutchinson. That 54 guy, the guy who got Trevor, right? Yeah, you know who he is? Uh-uh. He played at Florida. Yeah. Who? Who was He's it? a Gator. Who is it? And then he and then he went and portaled to Jackson State. Yeah, who is oh yeah. James Houston. Yeah, James Houston. Yeah. Oh. It's another Houston. There's gonna be a line of Houstons at defensive end in this uh-huh. NFL for like thirty years. Isn't yeah. there a Houston from Georgia too? Yeah. Um he's been yeah. is he at Baltimore now? There's a Justin Houston. There's all kinds of Houstons, man. Mm-hmm. Houston, we have a problem. Yeah, Justin Houston of Baltimore has nine sacks this yeah. year. He's been around. He was with Kansas City before, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's a long time yeah, guy, yeah. right? Uh, by the way, there is uh, uh, just to confirm a story we talked about a little bit earlier with Peyton Hills. It was in the ocean. It was in the ocean. Plenty of people have weighed in. That it okay, was in thank the ocean. you. And I didn't think about this too. But if you're on the Gulf, that's not the same as our ocean temp. They're in the Gulf. Oh, the water okay. is significantly warmer than our water. I mean, it's not summery, but it's not like it is here. I mean, you got the ocean here, you're going to freeze. Right. Interesting. All right, you want to? I, I, I've determined one more thing while we're yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about stats because I'm on the stats page looking at the, the sacks and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I have to, and it, it, this is, jumped out at me alarmingly if I didn't know it already. The, I, I've determined the most irrelevant stat, I guess, in in football. Like there's a stat, almost any stat. Like if I read you the rushing leaders, you're going to be impressed, or the mm-hmm. passing leaders, or the receiving, interceptions, sacks, and then there's one that you could care less. You wouldn't know any of the players. Mm-hmm. Tackles doesn't mean a damn thing. Oh, I think it does. No, it doesn't. I think. It Let does me tell for, you why. I think it does for Foy Luakon, who is going to lead the NFL in tackles for two straight years. And he's and got his, nothing from it. Well, he got a free agent deal. Well, yeah. So he got and some got money. Any, didn't get a single Pro Bowl vote. No, he didn't. But I, but here's why I would back that up. Foyer Luakon, Nick Bolton, Jordan Brooks, Zaire Franklin, and Rashawn Evans. Those are your leading tacklers. You don't know who any of them are. I do. Jordan Brooks just did his ACL. He's a good football player yeah. for Seattle. Yeah. Uh, Bolton's a good football player. They're good, but they're not like thought of it's as great players. It's not a superstar position. You do not. Yeah. You, I guess I should say it this way. Yeah. You get no credit for being a tackler. Yeah. I mean, it's expected, but it's almost like you know, it's like you don't get extra credit for doing what you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. It's almost the same thing here. Of the top 100 most watched U.S. TV broadcasts of 2022. All right, boys. Mm-hmm. You follow me? Mm-hmm. This is anything. Sports on or TV? Okay. Anything. Right. Most watched U.S. TV broadcast of 2022. How many were NFL football? Out of 100? Out of 100. Now, it's most watched U.S. TV broadcast, so it's anything. Yeah, I would say 80. 80. Uh, e? Uh, I'm going to say 50. 50. Uh, higher, 82. Oh, wow. God, I nailed it again. I need to be on prices <laughs> Right today, Hick. And you were under. Number, number seven most watched was a... Political program, number 24, political program, number 47, political program, number 68, political program. Only four political programs. The highest the highest sporting event, there were five college football broadcasts. doesn't say what they were, so you can guess, but number 34 was the highest. Number 36 
was Winter Olympics, number 38, number 59, and number 93 were World Cup. Um, so you had NFL 82. You had the Thanksgiving Parade and the Kentucky Derby both made the top 100. Wow. I don't understand the Thanksgiving Parade. I That has bored me since I was five it. years old. I used to hate Thanksgiving. We Thanksgiving. back then there was nothing else on, Dan. There was no yeah. cable to watch. I don't know some cartoons. Where did the thing? Oh, thank, where did it come in? Thanksgiving parade. I'm looking for it. It says it's on the thing here, but I don't. <laughs> but by the oh, way, you've, number you've, forty for Thanksgiving parade. You, you've opened up the floodgates. By the way, I'm getting all these hole in one stories now being texted in. Uh huh. Text line design didn't mean to do that. To I just I wanted to give a shout out to Blaylock's dad because he made one at Hidden Hills. Yeah, and good for him. I'm happy for him, but doesn't do anything for me. Uh, Jeff, I played golf for 53 years. Never made a hole in one either. I have hole outs from the fairway on 22 par four holes. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of us. I mean, there's always a story. You go find guys on the PGA tour right now that have never had a hole in one. You know, yeah, yeah. there are, I mean, Fred couples famously was like in his like forties. I think when he got, I his guess first. the only question I would ask you about this and I don't, yeah. I don't think it would, I don't think it would bother you, but there'd be a point in time where you would say, if I got a hole in one before you did, I think. I don't think it would, like I think you'd be genuinely happy for me. I would although I wouldn't it appreciate it nearly as much. Yeah. But I do think there'd be one moment somewhere out on a golf course where maybe you stuck it to an inch or something. And you go bleepity bleep. I don't know. Hicken got yeah, one, no. and I can't get yeah, that. Would come no, out of your mouth I, at I, some point. Here's I want to do this real quick because we got to come back for another segment. But along those lines, <laughs> this is why I know I wouldn't do that. Oh, Hicken got one when I went to college. Right, uh-huh. I, I was uh, buddies. Our, our anyway, I was buddies with a guy who uh, played on the baseball team. Mm-hmm. It was Mike Spruce, I think his name was. Spruce Creek. But anyway, he was a terrible golfer, mm-hmm. right? So I, we golfed some like our freshman year before mm-hmm. baseball got going on. We golfed a few times, and I mean, for a baseball player especially, mm-hmm. he was terrible, okay? Right. We ended up losing touch and going different directions. Fast forward about, you know, four years, almost graduation time. This is back in the day where you, everyone still read the paper. They were relevant. They mm-hmm. weren't, you know, fish wraps. Like mm-hmm. they're, you Oh, know, no, you saw his name. The uselessness now. Yeah, one day I see, whole, you know, they do the hole-in-one in the paper, and it says mm-hmm. Mike Spruce, 147 yards. And I think to myself, there's no way in hell that this guy was just a joke or something. And I just happened to, and I hadn't seen him forever. I happened to run into him out at, you know, a bar you club. Said, hey, I did. I said, dude, by the way. Was that I, you? I saw you got a hole-in-one. How's that possible? He goes, man, the ball never got six inches off the ground. He said I hit a line drive and rolled down a hill and up a hill and on the green. And went Worm burner. And went in the hole. Worm burner. Yeah. Worm burner. All, All right, we're yeah. back with more next. This is your jammy. I want you on the East Cycle tomorrow playing this on your boombox. Oh, I got something for that, too. I got a, I have a, a book bag. Saturday night. Sa- Saturday night, I got a win. Jags are taking tights down, you know it rolls. On Saturday night, on Saturday night. We just can't wait. What else? Ay, 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 it's Tennessee's fate. To get their ass kicked back and forth, too. So, gotta go on Saturday night. Saturday night. Okay. I, um, what's this? Scanning uh, ESPN, trying to do a little gatekeeping here last minute. That pumped me up, E. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I got a little Mandalo and Bay City Rollers yeah, today. I'm like, happy. I had like, that effect on people. Feels like, <laughs> feels like Groundhog Day. I feel like I lived this whole thing like two days you ago. You might be time. middling, but I'm excited. <laughs>
uh, from the ESPN Crack Staff College Football yes. Transfer Portal. Biggest winners, losers for 2022-23. And at the top of the list of winners, FSU. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Knowles won 10 games this year. First time since 2016. The, the program unraveled, really, for six years. But Norvell and his staff building a strong foundation with a lot of supplementing through that transfer portal. Yep. And they're going to get quarterback uh, Jordan Travis back. Yep. They've added five players from the top transfer rankings. They Jeff, they're a top focused preseason, on defense. Preseason top 10 and ACC favorite next year, or them yeah. or Clemson. But some of the names to go ahead and look forward to if you're an FSU fan, this Brandon Fisk from Western Michigan. Yep. Um, six sacks from Virginia. this past year. Yep. A Miami defensive tackle transfer, yep. just a sophomore. Virginia DB, as you said, Fentrell Cypress, number eight in the transfer uh, rankings. Also mm-hmm. adding some offensive linemen. So, oh, yeah. uh, Jaheim Bell for South Carolina. Oh, he's a good player. Uh, and some of the others, by the way. But this is so important. I mean, it's amazing if you look at a roster, Dan. I was doing this. You look at a roster and, and, and click on guys. Half of every team has a player or has players that started other places. Oh, yeah. Like, like every team has four or five starters is what I mean. Oh, from yeah. other places. Oh, it's, yeah. It's as big as the high school recruiting. So some of the other teams that have hit well in the transfer portal. Florida wouldn't be one of those. I'm trying to still figure out what it is Billy Napier does well. Let me know when when we get there. Recruits. Well, recruited ninth, so I mean, it's okay. Um, the Knowles, Michigan. By the way, you see Harbaugh's in trouble with the NCAA? Yeah, here's where. You know what? So what? Well, that's COVID, though. That's the only reason it's yeah. different. Hey, if NCAA, pound sand. Yeah, I don't Get know. Get out of here. I don't know. You're if, not welcome. If, if, if it happened during that time when well, everybody's... they forced term out in Arizona State with that COVID because, stuff. You're right. Yeah. So, I don't think it is a big... If it's like, I'm with you the way it is now. If yeah. it's like regular season... you got to be kidding me. But with if, all, oh, you can take me, but then you're going to go take everybody else. Now, get the hell out of well, here. That's I, what I would I, say. To be honest with you, I think the NCAA is using a little finer magnifying glass on the COVID violators than the others. Yeah. I do. Yeah. And so I, But anyway. Uh, Michigan is on that transfer hit list. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Dion, as you might expect. Yeah. Gotten some guys. Got the Travis Hunter, more, most importantly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Colorado's there. But, yeah, the uh, LSU. Uh, then you go to the losers. And, you know, guess who shows up? Mm-hmm. Florida. Right. Lost 26 players to the portal since November 11th. We're about to get portal busy, Jeff. Mm, sure we are. We're bringing in Graham Mertz is what we're doing. <laughs> Good Lord. Caleb Banks, we're all excited about a Louisville D, D tackle. He's got two and a half career sacks. Yeah. Portal. Taraja Mitchell. Maybe he's the answer from Ohio State. Uh, is they And they say, because the portal's important, is despite the fact the Gators have a top 10 recruiting class coming in, they still have work to do to replace depth and competition at some key positions on both sides of the ball. So, yeah. You want to know how you can, you know, play catch up. Would you rather right now have the 19th ranked recruiting class and the number one the number one portal yes. class, Dan? Right, and that's where FSU is, yeah. right? 19 and the number one portal. Well, we talked about it a little bit. I think that FSU has used the portal to almost to fill needs, and then takes recruiting and they fill in what they have to fill in. It's it, some people say, well, that's ass backwards. I'm not sure it is. I think it's working for FSU. FSU has missed on their. You know, five stars aren't guaranteed. If you know how a kid plays in college, generally he's going to play pretty good at the next place too. Yeah. You know? Not always, though. Sometimes Not there's always. a transfer who wasn't doing Like the Wake Forest kid went to Michigan State. It's Walker, right? Yeah. From Seattle. I mean, he went to Michigan State, and he's suddenly the best running back in the country. Yeah. I saw Alabama. Apparently, there's a more than one going from Alabama to TCU. Oh. Trey Sanders is was yeah. came in highly acclaimed, but he's he hadn't done not, anything. No, though. he hadn't. And I do not trust the – listen, look no further than Gainesville. Demarcus Bowman, 
Lorenzo Lingard, five stars. Why they never made a, even a breath of an impact at yeah. at Florida. Yeah, not yeah. that that means they're where did where did Bowman end up? Like UCF, I think. Is it? I believe so. I believe so. But yeah, Portal's. Uh, you know, again, it's not been figured out by Florida. And again, once again, we're behind the eight ball on figuring something that is vitally important to the success of a football program, just like we were with facilities. And now here it is with the portal, and we made some decisions that we weren't that weren't accurate, that weren't right. On you know, last August, I, I sat here and said, "You got to." When Florida was getting whacked in recruiting early, I said, "You got it. You got to buy these kids. You got to buy the top top fifty kids." Certainly looks that way. You got to buy them. I mean, you just have to. And and the Ruiz guy's been able to outbid Florida at every step, and not just again. And like I said, that's good for Miami. That's not a bad thing. That's right. a good thing. Yeah. I, we wish we had Ruiz. Right. I, I don't, I don't, whatever, no. dude. You got to no. be able to coach them. However you get right. them, you get them. Yeah. And, and, and Miami's going to get them. And I, I, and I will maintain if Florida stays at number nine in recruiting and gets those quarterbacks who are, and again, if Rashada is what we, what they say he could be, if Lagway is what he could be, then there's going to be better, much better times ahead for Florida. Much better. And if they keep recruiting nine and eight, now will they win a natty? I don't think so. Unless you have that special quarterback, you recruit nine and eight, and you have a special quarterback, you can. If you don't, you won't. Because in I think in college football more than any other sport, you know, Jimmy's and Joe's. And that'll be proven on Monday night, although Cat doesn't think so, but I do, when Georgia beats TCU for the natty. That was the one, like, Shazam – Number I saw that did surprise me. The two biggest favorites of yeah. of note were FSU over Oklahoma. Not yeah. only did they not cover, they lost. And Miami over Ohio State. Not only did they not cover, they lost. Maybe TCU is the play there. I, I don't really, you know, I I wouldn't trust it. I mean, yeah. that seems a little much for me. But that's a good Monday storyline. In the meantime, look, we love to party here at Ten Ten XL, and you make it a football party. We're all about it. So the festivities will will really get started. Uh, with Francie's show, they're having a pep rally, get-together, fun show over at Strings. Our our friends uh, with the Adibs over there at Springs, uh, uh, Strings on Main Street, right across from Catlin Truck Accessories. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they'll be having a good time there. And then our 1010XL official Jaguar coverage starts tomorrow, I guess, what, 3? It's actually at 9 a.m. Yeah, five, no, five hours ahead they of time. They go all day. Three. Yeah, no, it'll be a 3 o'clock. I think o'clock E is hosting show. the 9 a.m. to 3 o'clock block. E is wow. going e yeah. to be. And then he's getting on the E-cycle. He's getting on the E-cycle, and he's going to be hitting up uh, uh, tailgate shows all over the stadium complex. And he so. swears he'll be fine. I'm not so sure. I see right. a lot of people on the text line offering him shots of this and that. Yeah. So I'm I don't, I'm I don't have, to go, I have to go look for him about mid-first let quarter. Me just, let me just say this. And you'll be here before me on Monday because apparently mm-hmm. – there's something called the six o'clock. That show. has been for years. Uh-huh. And you find that out hard, those rare weeks that I'm off. You'll roll in here at five fifty-five. Fifty-five. Yeah. I'll be here about five fifteen. First off, first off, this is the first thing you'll see from me. E, you good? Oh yeah. <laughs> Never. The Mondays are rough for E. E, you ready? <laughs> uh, e will not have my prediction. E's voice will be raspy. Okay. He will not have recovered from Saturday night. It's a Saturday night. You're crazy. Okay. And he will, uh, yeah, mark this down. All right. You rolling on this? Absolutely. Okay. All right. I mean, so we we'll got we, we need a, a you know an arbiter of. And by of, the way, I hope it is that way. Uh huh. Because I would enjoy that more. Uh huh. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that would mean good things happened at the game. Because <laughs> you'll be yelling and screaming there too. 
We doing some some social S- media stuff work going on. Be yeah. bouncing around, be bopping around. The so good luck to you, my stadium. Friend. All right, uh, <laughs> we'll be back to introduce you to Jaguars today. Go Jag! Now the two minute drill brought to you by Tire Outlet, keeping 1010XL rolling with wholesale prices and premium service. Tire Outlet, Jacksonville's largest locally owned automotive repair shop. Good morning, Tony. Good morning. What's cooking with you and Mike today on a football Friday? Uh, Yeah, we'll be getting ready. One more day to get ready for the matchup tomorrow night. Mm -hmm. Uh, We got Tom McManus will join us on the phone. Mm -hmm. He's bringing his mom back down from up in Illinois, I believe, uh, today. So he can't be in studio with us, but we'll check in with Tommy Mack on the phone. And, yeah, we'll have our keys to victory for the Jags against the Titans Mm. Saturday night. Should be a lot of fun. Can't wait for tomorrow. Can't wait. For this weekend, and hopefully they can get it done. Have a great show. Thank you much. Mike, Tony, Jaguars today. E, make it happen tomorrow. Yeah, go e-biking around. E-bike safely and responsibly, and we'll eat responsibly in the press box. I'll see you there. All right. All right. Uh, That's a Green for Life Friday. Enjoy Jaguars today. It's coming up next, and go Jags.